MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the Pepsi 400, presented by Meyer. Sponsored by Raybestos Brakes. For quality and safety, ask for Raybestos, the best in brakes. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By the Wide Track Grand Prix by Pontiac. Wider is better. By Wix Filters, the only filters officially licensed by NASCAR. For NASCAR and your car. By 76 Products, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR. By Brewery Fresh Budweiser, who reminds you, fresh beer tastes better. By STP Complete Fuel System Cleaner. By True Value, the official hardware store of NASCAR and garages everywhere. By BorgWarner Brand Auto Parts. BorgWarner Brand is officially licensed by NASCAR. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher. You either have it in you or you don't. Gatorade, is it in you? Buy Parts Plus. See your local Parts Plus store for NASCAR officially licensed auto parts. Buy Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. And buy Outback Steakhouse, NASCAR's blooming favorite. The field of 43 starters in today's Pepsi 400 is rolling on to the Michigan Speedway. They'll make three pace laps before the green flag and the beginning of this afternoon's 200-lap, 400-mile chase. Motor Racing Network with live coverage for you of the 22nd event of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. Five drivers unable to qualify for the event this weekend. Derek Cope, Tom Hubert, Daryl Waltrip, Stanton Barrett, and Brett Bodine unable to make the field. Here is the starting lineup, the 43 who did. Rich Bickle will start 43rd in the 10-10-3-4-5 Pontiac. The Hot Wheels Pontiac with Kyle Petty will go from 42nd. 41st starter, Johnny Benson in the Frosted Cheerios Ford. Kodak Film Chevrolet with Bobby Hamilton starts 40th. 39th is Terry Labonte. He's in the Kellogg Chevrolet. 38th starter, Dale Earnhardt in the GM Goodrich Service Plus Chevy. And starting 37th will be Tony Stewart in the Home Depot Pontiac. The Winston Ford with Jimmy Spencer starts 36th. 35th position, that's Dave Marcus in the Realtree Chevrolet. Starting 34th is Joe Nemechek in the Bell South Chevy. The TV Guide Ford with Kevin LePage is 33rd. Elliot Sadler starts 32nd. He'll be in the Sitco Ford. And the Team Woody Ford with Rick Mass will start 31st. 30th starter Kenny Irwin in the Texaco Haviland Ford. Jerry Nadeau goes 29th in the WCW Ford. 28th Ken Schrader in the Skull Chevrolet. 27th today Robert Presley in the Jasper Engines Ford. Jeff Burton starts 26th in the Exide Ford with Matt Kenseth in 25th in the DeWalt Ford. 24th is Wally Dallenbeck in the Budweiser Chevrolet with Kenny Wallace in 23rd in the Square D Chevy. 22nd starter is Ricky Craven in the Midwest Transit Chevy and David Green goes 21st in the Kodiak Chevy. Michael Waltrip starts from 20th spot this afternoon. He'll be in the Phillips Chevrolet. The Interstate Batteries Pontiac with Bobby Labonte will be the 19th starter. 18th position, Sterling Marlin in the Coors Light Chevy. The Budweiser Chevrolet with Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes 17th. 16th position, Chad Little of Spokane, Washington in the John Deere Ford. And starting 15th is Dick Crickle in the M&M's Pontiac. Starting 14th is Bill Elliott in the McDonald's Ford. 
Then starting 13th is Hut Strickland in the Turbine Solutions Ford. The Pennzoil Chevrolet with Steve Park will start from 12th. And in the 11th position is Ted Musgrave in the Remington Arms Ford. Top 10 now, Rusty Wallace in 10th in the Miller Light Ford with Jeff Gordon going from 9th in the DuPont Chevrolet. Eighth starter is John Andretti in the STP Pontiac with Mark Martin going 7th in the Valvoline Cummins Ford. Sixth is Ricky Rudd in the Tide Whirlpool Ford with Jeremy Mayfield going 5th in the Mobile One Ford. Fourth starter is Jeffrey Bodine in the Power Team Chevrolet. Dale Jack. Garrett goes third. He's in the Quality Care Ford Credit Ford. On the front row outside is Mike Skinner in the Lowe's Chevrolet. And the butt pole sitter is Ward Burton in the Caterpillar Pontiac at a new track record speed of 188.843 miles an hour. Field has completed about a lap and a half of the three laps that they will take before they put them under green here this afternoon at Michigan. As Alan told you earlier, this is a jam-packed racetrack this afternoon. They did an overhead shot from apparently one of the blimps that's uh, sailing around the racetrack. And for miles around, there's cars parked everywhere and fans jammed in here to see a great race at Michigan this afternoon. Why don't we take a quick swing around the racetrack and meet the gentleman who will be covering the action for us out in turns one and two and three and four this afternoon. Down in turn number one and two with a good bird's eye view of a lot of action always over there is Joe Moore of Hampton, Virginia. Thank you, Barney. Good afternoon, everyone. It is a bird's eye view, probably one of the best in all of NASCAR racing from the back of a billboard high up in the air looking back over turns one and two. The corners here at Michigan are long, they're wide, and very fast. Because of the width, there's a number of different ways you can make your track through turns one and two. If the car is not hooked up real well where you want to be, all you've got to do is change up, move up a little bit or move down a little bit, and we'll see a number of different grooves being used going through this end of the racetrack. What everybody does the same, though, is struggle to get a good run up off turn number two for this long back straightaway. You want to get the good bite up off the bottom of the racetrack, then swing it up against the outside wall and hopefully pick up a little draft as you're working your way down the back straightaway up to turn number three. Well, of all the action this afternoon, sometimes three and four wide here in turns one and two. When the field does come up off of turn two and steam down the back straightaway, they will come into the view of our Fred Armstrong of Portland, Oregon. Thanks, Alan. Good afternoon, everybody. I have a great view of the back straightaway. Really gets your heart pounding when you see those guys get that bite off the second corner and then break out two, three, sometimes four wide to try to take advantage of one of the best passing zones here at Michigan Speedway. But if you have good bite, if you have good horsepower down the straightaway, it's not enough to get the job done. You have to handle in these corners. You need the whole package to complete your pass. The good news is down here, numerous lane choices. Yesterday in the Bush race, we saw drivers running down low, making pass is there making passes in the middle of the racetrack some guys taking it all the way up to the outside wall and being successful up there so you have a potpourri of racing grooves down here makes for some exciting racing we'll cover all the action on the entrance of turn three Today's broadcast of the Pepsi 400, brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Michigan Speedway to MRN Radio, solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the expressed written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Field on the back straightaway now. They will get the green when they come around this time. Storylines on the day. Well, the championship. Dale Jarrett has a 300-point lead on Mark Martin with 13 races to go. Bobby Labonte is third, 362 behind. Jeff Burton is fourth, 416 down. Jarrett's going to have the point lead at the end of the day no matter what. The question is, does he have a problem that allows some of the others to cut into that, or does he do like he did in June and dominate the race and go to victory lane and extend his lead even further? Fuel mileage, always a factor here at Michigan. The 400-mile race can be cut very neatly into 350-lap segments, 350-lap uh, pit stops, pit at lap 50, 150, uh, and so on, uh, and lap 100. I knew I missed a number in there somewhere. <laughs> and if you're getting the right fuel mileage, that's all neat and fine. 
However, if the caution comes out at lap 40 or lap 38 of that run, that throws a little wrinkle into the plan and can bring fuel mileage into deciding who winds up the end of the afternoon in victory lane. Pace car heads for pit road. Time to get down to business. In the Pepsi 400 at Michigan, 200 laps to make up the 400-mile distance. Here comes the front row down toward the start. Looking for the green flag on that front row. Ward Burton, Mike Skinner, Dale Jarrett, and Jeff Bodine. Back in row two. Green is out. They race to turn number one. And on the break, Ward Burton got a little bit of a jump on Mike Skinner. Might get single file on him before they get to turn one. Burton swings around, takes over the lead as they march into turn number one for the first time. Skinner rides all alone in the second spot. Then for third, it's side by side. Dale Jarrett on the inside of the racetrack. Jeff Bodine on the outside. And Ricky Rudd looking for room in between them. Dale Jarrett, the lone car out there racing for third. Still side by side with Jeff Bodine as they thunder down the back straightaway, winding it up to nearly 200 miles an hour. Now into the corner. Up front, the front two, single file, still side-by-side for third. It is Dale Jarrett now easing up in front of Jeffrey Bodine off of turn four. He'll take the third spot, Bodine to fourth, double wide for fifth. It is Mark Martin down underneath Ricky Rudd as Ward Burton leads lap one. Single file the first four, then double wide from fifth on back. Mark Martin on the move. He dives to the inside of Ricky Rudd, picks off a spot there. That'll be fifth. Just behind him now, Jeremy Mayfield washes up the bank nearly makes some contact with Ricky Rudd, but Rudd gets away cleanly. He grabs the sixth position. John Andretti trying to take seventh away now as he races to the inside of the racetrack. The line forms up down low as well as they race into the corner. Struggling to get back in line is going to be Jeremy Mayfield. He'll get back in line. Now Andretti feels a challenge on the inside. Gordon is there. But at the front of the field, Mike Skinner slipped around and takes over the lead as they got just up in the middle of turns number three and four. Down to the line. Skinner is now the leader. Ward drops back to second. Dale Jarrett's third. Jeffrey Bodine rides up in fourth place. They go back to turn one, single file. First battle for the seventh position, and it is Jeff Gordon on the move there as he dives to the inside of the racetrack, slipping by Jeremy Mayfield, who obviously is having some handling problems. Mayfield nearly loses another spot. John Andretti chases him off turn two. Rusty Wallace having thoughts about taking fourth away now, but tucks back in line. Jeffrey Bodine holds on to that position. Meanwhile, up front, here's Skinner into the corner. Two car lengths out in front. Now, here comes DJ for second in turn four. Jarrett dives low, looking to get that that spot on Ward Burton pulls even with him off of turn number four. Now pokes the nose out in front, breaks for the bottom of the trioval to try and get away from Burton if he can. But Ward, with some good horsepower under the hood of that Pontiac, stays even with him as they go back to one. Still battling here for the second spot as they come back into the corner. Ward Burton on the outside lane. Dale Jarrett down low, allowing Mike Skinner to drive away. Jarrett finally comes by, pulls back up in front of Ward Burton. He nabs the second spot. Back for about the seventh position now. Here's John Andretti trying to get back in line. He's hung out to dry on the inside of the racetrack. Seventh goes away. Bill Elliott steals that. Andretti digs in at the bottom but can't get back in line. Meanwhile, up front, Skinner drives away. Mike Skinner looks like a jackrabbit right now in front of a pack of hound dogs. He's, he's working his way as far away from him as he possibly can. He's already opened up an interval between himself and Dale Jarrett of maybe 15 or 20 car links. Now they get single file all the way back through about 12th position as they go to turn one. Back in about 13th spot. Bobby Labonte on the move as he dives to the inside of the racetrack. He has a battle going on there with Steve Park. They race side by side while closer to the front. Now one car breaks out of line. Ricky Rudd and Jeff Gordon are side by side. Rudd moves way down to the inside of the racetrack and now swerves back in line. Meanwhile, here comes Mark Martin down to the inside of Burton. He'll go side by side with Ward for third in turn four. Double wide now. Ward trying to pinch Mark and hold him right to the bottom in the corner instead of going all the way to the top of the racetrack. Mark, though, will be even with him as they come 
from the turn. Start finish line. They are door to door. This for the third position behind Mike Skinner and Dale Jarrett. Side by side coming back to the turn. Momentum to the advantage of Mark Martin. He just drives it in deeper. Completes the pass of Ward Burton. So Martin now up to third. Burton back to fourth. Here's the race for fifth. It's Jeffrey Bodine and Jeff Gordon side by side. Jeff Gordon slips around the top of the banking and forces Jeff Bodine to the inside of the racetrack. He yields. He drops back in line. Loses the position. Now the front ten goes single file streaming through turns three and four. Not seeing a lot of cars run real close to the bottom of the racetrack. Most of the cars that are running through three and four are getting up a little bit high, getting through that turn and then going right out against that wall as the new tire demands that they don't really bind the car up going through the corners. Meanwhile, back at the front of the field, the interval between Mike Skinner and Dale Jarrett, just about what it was the last couple of laps, a big one. They're back in turn two. Got to look out for Mark Martin, though. He's back in the third spot, starting to close in a little bit on second place, Dale Jarrett, bringing with him Ward Burton, and a fast-closing Jeff Gordon. He's all over Ward's rear deck. That'll be the battle for fourth, coming off the second turn. Here's Gordon peeking to the inside, but stays in line as he gets into the corner. Now Ward Burton slides up the banking. Gordon sees the door opens up. He steps in it as they race into four. Gordon slides up underneath Ward Burton, trying to get fourth position away as they come to the start-finish line to complete the seventh of 200 laps in the Pepsi 400-miler just underway here in Michigan. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Mike Skinner's lead over Dale Jarrett is shrinking. It has been cut in half over about the last three laps. Jarrett now just three or four car lengths behind Skinner as they come charging off of turn four to the start-finish line. Farther back, third position has changed hands. Jeff Gordon and Ward Burton up and around Mark Martin. Now Gordon third, Burton fourth, and Martin back to fifth. Then it's about ten car lengths back to sixth place. Jeffrey Bodine, he's followed by Bill Elliott. He rides in seventh, about three car lengths behind Bodine. In eighth now, Ricky Rudd. Ninth is Jeremy Mayfield. Tenth is side-by-side. Hunt Strickland and Bobby Labonte going at it off turn two. That's the way they'll come off the corner, but just that quickly, it goes back to single file. Here's Bobby Labonte again, breaking out of the draft. Looks down to the inside. He'll dig in at the bottom of the racetrack. Now John Andretti goes with him as they swing down to the bottom and head to four. John Andretti comes down underneath him and will take another position, moving a little closer to the front. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, Mike Skinner looks back in the rearview mirror. He's got a lot of company in the form of Dale Jarrett. He's chased him down about a car length back in turn one. 
Darrell Jarrett follows the tire tracks of Mike Skinner Chevrolet coming back into the turn. Both cars go just about to the bottom of the track. Up off the corner, DJ shuts it down even more, closes into the within two car lengths as they hit the back straightaway. Skinner pulls him off the corner, down the back straightaway, single file, no one breaking out of line. Skinner for just a moment weaves to the middle of the banking now as he heads into turn number three. Here's Dale Jarrett looking to the bottom, but does he have the momentum? No, he'll drop back in line in four. Jarrett peaks low, but can't quite get alongside Skinner, falls back in behind him, drafts him here down the front stretch, that long, constant left turn across the start-finish line now, just one car length back. Will he make the move when he gets to turn number one? They go off into the corner now. Or now single file coming into the turn. DJ looking like he wants to make the move. He drives down low. Skinner leaves the lane open to the inside. DJ tries to pull up alongside. Can't make it stick at this point of the racetrack. On the back stretch, he'll fall back in line. He'll pick up a draft as he comes off turn number two. They'll stay single file down the back straightaway. Now racing into the third corner. Mike Skinner drives it into the middle of the banking. Jarrett takes the low line once again. Now the battle is on for the lead in turn four. First time today we've seen any of the front runners really get down to the bottom of the racetrack, and that's where Dale Jarrett went. He's got position alongside. Mike Skinner is going to get a good run on him off turn number four. They cross the start-finish line with Jarrett just about a foot ahead, but now they're side-by-side back into turns one and two. Ford-Chevy battle coming into the corner, and Ford wins it at least this time. Dale Jarrett swings to the inside, gets by Mike Skinner, and now pulls up in front of him to lead off turn two. Skinner has been strong off the second corner. Can he do anything with Dale Jarrett this time? Jarrett's Ford is also strong. Coming down the back straightaway, opens it up to a car length and a half. Now racing into turn number three. Here's Skinner looking low, but Dale Jarrett occupies the inside lane. No room to make the move in four. Back during the June race here at Michigan, in which he was so dominant, Dale Jarrett didn't actually lead until we were almost 100 miles into the race. Here, hasn't quite taken him that long. How about 28 miles? And Jarrett is out in front of Skinner, Gordon, Ward Burton, and Mark Martin. Tell you the guy that's on the move early in the event is Bobby Labonte, Joe Moore. He started back in 19th spot, and he has already worked his way up to ninth. He's made a move by Ricky Rudd the last lap, picked up that spot, now has pulled five car links out in front of Ricky Rudd. Bobby handling well here in front of me in turn number two, starting to close in on the next car in line, which is Bill Elliott. Tries to chop that distance down, running all by himself. Ricky Rudd trying to hook a toe there, but pretty far in the rear. It's about four car lengths now as they race into the corner. Here's Bobby Labonte preferring the middle line. He'll race single file off four back to start finish. Bobby on the move trying to get up to the front of the field. He's had great success here at Michigan, going to victory lane a couple of times as he works his way off turn number four. We look at the front of the field. Mike Skinner's dropped back maybe a car length on Dale Jarrett, the leader, as they go back to turn two. Skinner, though, reels him back in as they come into the corner. Doesn't want DJ to get away too far, so he'll stay with him for now. The man who's really having the struggle to keep up with these guys is Jeff Gordon. He's about a second and a half back doing all he can to reel them in. And running all by himself in the draft now as the front two work together to pull away down the back straightaway, running into the corner. Give Dale Jarrett about two car lengths now as they race into turn number three. It's about ten back to Gordon as they head to four. Let's talk about a couple of other guys who are moving forward in the early going and some who are not faring as well. Bill Elliott started the race back in 14th position. And Elliott has just taken sixth spot away from Jeffrey Bodine. So Elliott moving up early. Jeff Burton started the race back in 26th position. And he is now up to 13th spot. Dale Earnhardt started in 38th position. He is up to 20th already. And Tony Stewart that we talked to in our pre-race starting back in 37th spot is going right with Earnhardt. He is in 19th position. So those drivers doing very well early on. Now, the opposite end of the spectrum would be Dick Trickle subbing for Ernie Irvin in the M&M's car today. He started the race after qualifying in 15th position and immediately began falling back to where he is now 
all the way down in 40th spot. A couple of things we want to do here. First, let's update Ernie Irvin's condition. Ernie upgraded to good condition at the hospital yesterday after that nasty crash he had practicing an NASCAR Bush Series machine here on Friday morning. It is expected that Ernie will be released from the hospital today and sent home. So that very good news for Ernie Irvin, who is doing just fine. Now, what about the race car? Let's get an update from the M&M's pit and find out what Dick Trickle is saying about the machine. Well, he's got an ill-handling race car, but the bad part of it, it's not consistently ill-handling. It's loose in the corners, meaning the rear of the car wants to kick around a bit, but it's tight coming off the corners. So Dick Trickle and his crew got a lot of work to do when they come in for that first, first pit stop. Another car who's fallen back significantly, Ted Musgrave. The Remington car started in 11th. He's back in the high 30s. They think they've either got a valve spring problem or a rocker arm. They've ruled out the possibility that a plug wire has come off. So problems for Ted Musgrave as well. Bobby Labonte continues to move up toward the front of the field. This is the way they run right now. Dale Jarrett's the leader. Mike Skinner's second. Jeff Gordon's third. Mark Martin is fourth. Ward Burton is fifth. Bill Elliott's up to sixth. Bobby Labonte is seventh. Jeffrey Bodine is eighth. Ricky Rudd is ninth. And John Andretti is tenth. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Back at Michigan with a battle for the lead. Jeff Gordon has taken second spot away from Mike Skinner. He is now all over the back bumper of Dale Jarrett onto the backstretch. Jarrett feels the pressure coming off the second corner. Jeff Gordon is there. Look to the outside. Jarrett went down the middle of the racetrack. Gordon tracks him into the corner. Here's Jarrett sliding up the banking. The inside lane opens up. Jeff Gordon dives to the bottom. They're side by side in four. Jeff's car will stick at the bottom of the racetrack about midway through the turn. Then he kicked up, goes way to the outside this time. Tries to get a run on Dale here in the front straightaway. Won't be able to do it. Drafts him off into turn number one. Just kind of hangs there about a half a car length back as they head to turn two. Last time they came to this end of the racetrack, DJ took a higher groove, went way up to the top side. He's doing that again. Gives a clear line of sight for Gordon, who dives down low, but he just can't pull even. As they exit turn number two, Gordon again falls back in line behind DJ. Drafts Jarrett halfway down the back straightaway, heading into turn number three. Just a peek to the outside, but Jarrett covers that lane. Coming into the corner now, here's Gordon again looking low. Dale Jarrett's car moves up the banking. Gordon stabs again at the bottom. 
I think Jarrah watched Gordon pass a couple of cars around the top side of the racetrack and said, well, maybe that's working a little bit better. I'll give it a try. And it has allowed him to hang on to lead over Jeff Gordon, though barely. We pause 10 seconds here for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Off of turn two, here goes Gordon trying to get by Jarrett for the lead. Side by side, Gordon takes the inside lane. Dale Jarrett doesn't have the momentum to hold him off. Jeff Gordon leads into turn number three. Dale Jarrett battles back to the top of the banking, but Gordon slips up high and covers the spot. Jeff Gordon takes over the lead. Let's see how long he can stay out front right now. Dale Jarrett drops back about a car length as they work their way out of four and back into the front straightaway. Now he loses a couple of more car lengths. Mike Skinner, meanwhile, has fallen back Eh, maybe 10 or 15 car links back. The fourth place car, Mark Martin, keeps them all inside as they go to turns one. But for fifth, side-by-side racing going on there. Ward Burton loses a spot to another Pontiac. It is Bobby Labonte. He drifts down to the inside of the racetrack, and Labonte now moves up into the top five to try to chase down the front four. Burton will battle him back, coming off the corner, but nothing doing there. Labonte is strong, gets a bite off turn two, and begins to pull away from Burton. Opens it up to a car length now as a duo race into turn number three. Right down the middle of the racetrack, Bobby Labonte opens it up to three cars. Lakes now in turn four. Impressive run in the early going for Labonte, who started in 19th position and has cracked the top 25 after 26 laps. Let's go to Pit Road. Dale Earnhardt Jr. started this race 17th. He's fallen all the way back to 33rd position. But to compound that problem, he can't talk to his crew. They're having radio problems. That's really tough on a guy that hasn't had that many laps in Winston Cup racing. Tony Murray and the crew can talk to him, but he can't use the old hand signals either because you're running about 200 miles an hour down these straightaways. But the nice uh, side of that coin, too, is that he's not running for points. He's out there for seat time, get as much experience as he can, and have as good a finish as he can here this afternoon at Michigan. Looking at Rusty Wallace a minute ago. Rusty started in about 10th position. He has dropped all the way back to 19th. So Rusty's not going anywhere for the moment. Kind of figured he'd run up front all day, so maybe they have a problem. You and I were talking here in the booth a minute ago about the weather picture changing a little bit. An overcast has fallen over this racetrack. In fact, it was cloudy for about 8 or 10 or 12 minutes there, and that can change the condition of the racetrack. Not an overcast that's going to bring about a rainstorm, but just some of those high, puffy clouds that you get in a summer day. But it has taken the racetrack that was bathed in pure, bright sunshine and put most of it in shadow. And, yeah, the handling uh, characteristics of these race cars have gotten so sophisticated to the point that that cloud can change the way the car feels to the driver and change how fast he can go through the corners, how far he can keep the, keep the foot down without uh, the thing getting out from underneath him. So that could be a factor here that has uh, caused a couple of guys problems since the green flag waved. And most of the times when they go out to qualify, they like to see a cloud come over the racetrack and cool it down. But in racing, when you go with one setup, and it gets drastically different where it kind of shades the racetrack for any extended period of time does make a big difference. We are 29 laps into the Pepsi 400 here at Michigan, and the top five are Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Mike Skinner, Mark Martin, and Bobby Labonte. Back at the Michigan Speedway in the early going of the Pepsi 400 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Three lead changes among four different drivers, but pole sitter Ward Burton led lap one. Then outside front row starter Mike Skinner led laps two through 13 before being overtaken by third place starter Dale Jarrett, who led from lap 14 to 25 before Jeff Gordon made his way up from his ninth starting spot and went out in front from Jarrett at lap 26. He remains there now with 34 circuits complete. Mark Martin has just taken third spot away from Mike Skinner as the lead cars work their way around turn one and two. A little three-way battle going there, Joe. Yeah, Skinner now trying to hold off Bobby Labonte, who's just behind. Martin made the pass. Skinner tries to come back, fails to do so, but Labonte's all over his bumper. 
Skinner stays in line with Labonte following him down the back straightaway. Mark Martin out in front of that trio as they race into the corner. Now Skinner tries to make something happen at the bottom. Martin slips up the banking. Skinner is there down low in four. Mike pins the car to the bottom of the racetrack. I don't believe he's going to be able to gain any ground. Won't get a good run as he comes off the corner. He might just need to sandwich in. But he gets a really good run coming down the front straightaway. But unfortunately, it's going to come up short, and he's going to fall back behind a couple of cars and lose two more positions as they go to one. Looking a little further back in the field, things are warming up back there where Dale Earnhardt is, and that would be back at about 22nd position. Earnhardt, Robert Presley, Joe Nemechek, Kevin LePage, and Matt Kenseth have really been mixing it up the last three laps around. They get mixed it up at the start-finish line and go four wide as they go down to turn one. Dale Earnhardt leads that pack of traffic, but just behind, they're all over the racetrack trying to find a groove that'll work. Matt Kenseth and Kenny Irvin working the inside lane while Kevin LePage goes up high. Robert Presley and the Jasper car goes even wider and three wide again as they exit turn two. Kenseth tries to make the inside lane work as he works over Kenny Irwin coming off the corner, but he bails out of that. Everybody goes in line, single file. Here's Earnhardt pulling that long line of cars, single file into turn number three. Coming into four, Earnhardt digs in at the bottom. Nemechek looks up high. Kenny Irwin was the guy that went four wide all the way onto the apron of the racetrack at the start-finish line to try and gain some positions in that group the last time they came blasting by the start-finish line. Again, all of these cars racing from 22nd spot on back, but they're putting on a pretty good bit of uh, racing here for the fans as they go off into one. This time they march into the corner, single file, all following Dale Earnhardt. That doesn't last very long. Here's Joe Nemechek stepping out of line. Peaks to the inside of Earnhardt, tries to get the run. Kevin LePage goes even lower on the back straightaway. LePage keeps it to the inside side of the racetrack. It's shut out of the outside groove, so that's where he's going to have to run into the corner. He makes the best of it, goes down to the bottom of the racetrack, goes side-by-side side with Robert Presley. That's the way they'll race into four. Bobby Hamilton's also on the tail end of that pack. He's trying to gain some positions. That's the best race on the speedway for the last four or five laps around. They get three wide again. This time down to the line goes Kenny Irwin. Matt Kenseth goes with him, and they stack them three deep again as they go back to turn one. Someone's going to have to get back in line here as they charge into the corner. Kenny Irwin tries to come up in front of Robert Presley, but Presley's got the lane covered. It'll stay double wide there. Now it becomes three wide. Matt Kenseth on the charge. He dives to the inside of Kenny Irwin. Sees he can't make it stick and quickly gets back in line. He'll drop in line behind Irwin as they try to draft their way down the inside of the racetrack on the back straightaway. Robert Presley on the outside of Irwin now as they race into the corner. Joe Nemechek still working over Earnhardt up front of that battle as they race into four. Those cars running two and three wide, lap after lap after lap. We'll check up front where Bobby Labonte has taken third spot away from Mark Martin and is trying to run down the front to Jared and Gordon, though they are a pretty long way ahead of him. Back to the race for 22nd, which still is about eight cars all going at it door to door. This time, Dale Earnhardt leads Joe Nemechek in that particular battle. Behind him, they're all over the racetrack. Kenny Urban underneath Robert Presley. Here's Matt Kenseth now diving underneath Kenny Urban. Three wide behind them as well as they hit the backstretch. Kenseth has been trying to make that move work the last couple of times off turn number two. He hasn't lost any positions, but he hasn't gained any either. This time, he may be a loser. Irwin swings up to the top of the banking, and Kenseth goes by two spots now backwards as he races to four. As you watch this pack of traffic get with the program here at Michigan, you keep thinking somebody's going to make a mistake here if they keep getting three wide and four wide in the dogleg as they work their way back down to the line and head for turn number one. But so far, it's just good, hard-nosed racing. They settle down a bit this time as they go to turn one. This time, Matt Kenseth, the only guy out of line that may cost him. He was working on Bobby Hamilton, but now along comes Jerry Nadeau pulling to his outside, may challenge him, along with Johnny Benson trying to make a move. Kenseth still stuck down on the inside lane. Kenny Irwin on the inside lane as well, thinks he may have something as he swings down to the bottom of the racetrack, racing into turn number three alongside Robert Presley. Side-by-side into the corner, Irwin down at the bottom. 
Presley up high as they race to four. Oh, so close in that pack a number of times, but everybody getting the job done, racing hard, but racing clean here as they come off the corner to complete the 40th lap. 80 miles into the Pepsi 400. We'll have the rundown for you on the full field when we come back. Back at the Michigan Speedway, live coverage of the Pepsi 400 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series on Motor Racing Network. Green from the start to now where we are at lap 44, approaching the first round of pit stops for some of the leaders. Jeff Gordon is out in front of Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Mike Skinner. Bill Elliott has just taken sixth away from Ward Burton, kicking Ward back to seventh. Jeff Burton is up to eighth. Jeffrey Bonine, ninth. And John Andretti holds down the tenth position, and that's the way they stand here. Again, uh, coming up on the first round of pit stops. And the leader is setting such a blistering pace, he's about to catch the tail end of the field and start putting some cars a lap down over in turn two. Getting pretty busy now. Coming up on David Green quickly. Jeff Gordon goes to the outside of Green, passes that car, and sets his sights on a six-pack just ahead. Dale Jarrett has to work with that traffic as well now as he thunders down the back straightaway, heading into turn number three. David Green and Dick Trickle and Irvie Irvin's machine at just straight ahead as he heads into turn number three. Swings up to the top of the banking. Can't do anything with him now in turn four. Works off the corner as the leaders come back down to the start-finish line to complete the 46th lap. Expect pit stops to begin somewhere between lap 48 and 50. Gordon and Jarrett still slicing their way through that same group of lap cars now as they head back for one. Gordon pulls to the high side of the racetrack. Pulls by the Dave Marcus machine. Sees about four more cars just ahead that he'll have to deal with. Some of those going at it side-by-side. Wally Dallenbach and Jerry Nadeau have a pretty good race going on. It was side-by-side when they left turn two just in front of Gordon. Dale Jarrett now working his way by Green as he heads down the back straightaway. Clears that traffic. More traffic ahead for him. Dave Marcus is there, so he'll have to work him over as he heads off to four. And caution is on the speedway. Debris has been spotted on the racetrack. We will see the yellow flag for the first time in the race as the leader completes lap number 47. Something one of the spotters around the racetrack has spotted. Something down on the bottom side. I believe it is turn one that it has been spotted. And... So we will go under the yellow flag here, and everybody's going to get to make that first pit stop under the caution flag. Yeah, it'll be a big break for a lot of guys. Give them a little bit more time to make some adjustments on the cars under caution uh, with the field not turning quick laps around here to put them a lap down if they have an extended stay on pit road. It is the first yellow flag of the day here at Michigan. It comes out at lap 47. Ten out of ten nights in a row, I keep having that same old dream. The guy behind the wheel of the winning race car, while well, he sure looks a lot like me. The checkered flag is waving, I've just won the race. Flash bulbs are popping in my smiling face, even though that's just a dream. I'm still a member of the coolest team. Whether cruising down the highway, or cheering at the race running Guys like Earnhardt, Gordon, and Labonte, to name a few, plus a furry little guy with an attitude, you got yourself a team, Team Monte Carlo to be exact. Now you can join the team, because some of the same technology we use on the track goes right into the Monte Carlo you can drive on the street. Isn't that right, Taz? (laughs) We'll see you at the track. Saturday, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series racing from Heartland Park, Topeka. Live coverage of the O'Reilly Auto Parts 275 begins at 2.15 p.m. Eastern on MRN Radio. 
First caution of the Pepsi 400. Debris on the racetrack in turns one and two. Here come all the lead lap cars. Down pit road for stops. Gordon, Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, and Skinner. The top five order. Winston Kelly. Jarrett's crew working on the right side of the car. Jeff Bodine expect to see a couple of two-tire stops. Mark Martin's crew getting four tires along with the Bill Elliott crew further down pit road. Four tires for the X-Side car. And Jeff Burton, four tires for Dale Jarrett. Two tires, uh, four for... For Rusty Wallace, now up to Jim Phillips. And Jim Gordon's going to beat Jerry out of the fence. Up goes Bobby Labonte with four tires. Ward Burton is out. Mike Skinner stalls his car on the pit lane. Going to cost him a lot of positions. Ricky Rudd is going out right now. Jeremy Mayfield, along with Hutch Strickland. Robert Presley out. And the hood is up on the Rick Mass car. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in. They're around the left side on his Chevrolet. Four tires for him. Now to Marty Snyder. Was in 17.6 on his pit stop. No adjustments. Very happy with the car. I'd say so. They started 37th, running 12th when this caution flag came out. Dale Earnhardt extremely tight. They loosened him up a little bit. Elliot Sadler having a great run. Started 32nd, running in the 19th position when the caution came out. Air pressure adjustment to tighten up Elliot Sadler just a little bit. And I believe Mike Skinner's car has just been pushed behind the wall. Yes, it has, Alan. Uh, evidently something in the transmission or rear end. When they dropped the jack and he hit the gas, it just did not go anywhere. Really a tough break for Mike because he's had a good race car, led some of this thing, and was running very strong out there. He'll be a candidate for the Goodies Headache Award because the members of the media in attendance for today's race will vote the Goodies Headache Award to the driver who suffers the hardest luck during the running for this race. He'll receive $3,600 and a sample of Goodies Headache Powder. That's the one award you certainly don't want to win, but Mike Skinner's going to be a candidate for it. Got a problem. He was fifth at the time the uh, problem happened, and now he's behind the wall and about to go one lap down. Jeff Gordon comes off pit road with the lead, followed by Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, Ward Burton, and Bill Elliott. And from the Michigan Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Back at the Michigan Speedway, cleaning up some debris on the racetrack, which put out the first caution flag of the Pepsi 400. Jeff Gordon leads off pit road, followed by Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, Ward Burton, Bill Elliott, then Jeff Burton, John Andretti, Steve Park, Ricky Rudd, and Jeremy Mayfield. Now, uh, Tony Stewart and Mark Martin have dropped to the end of the line. They were nabbed for speeding, exiting pit road. They will have to start at the back of the line of lead lap cars, and we'll get their exact positions in just a minute as we get set for the restart. An update off further on the problems that have caused Mike Skinner's car to go behind the wall. Uh, we will get that from Jim Phillips here in just a second. First, the field's going to get the one-to-go signal this time. Field will get the one-to-go signal when they come down out of turn number four. This was a break for a lot of guys to get on pit road and make adjustments. It was a bad break for some of the other guys that had just gone a lap down, included David Green and Dave Marcus. Uh, Kyle Petty had just been lapped a moment ago, along with Dick Trickle and Dave Marcus. Had that caution come out a couple of laps later, or earlier, I should say, they'd been in great shape, but it's going to cost them. And David Green's car stalled coming uh, around to pit road. Don't know if it was out of gas or what, but he came down, got some service from the Kodiak crew, and just got pushed back onto the racetrack. Now on the one to go, since they have to go all the way to the back of the line anyway, here come Tony Stewart and Mark Martin in to top off the fuel tank. Since gasoline is so often a critical factor here at Michigan, several others in getting a top off as well. Rick Mast is in, Ken Schrader. Uh, we see Wally Dallin back, Dave Marcus. And uh, Ricky Craven, that's not a top-off of the fuel tank. They had the car up on the jack on the right side, so there's some trouble there. Let's go to pit road quickly. And Mike Skinner sitting in the car. Mike had a great car. What happened? Uh, looks like the rear end gear broke leaving the pits there. Uh, tra- uh, drive shaft. I thought the drive shaft come out of it. They're saying now that the rear end's broke. Uh, had a good run with their low Chevy today. I get, we're at Michigan. We just have terrible luck here, but uh, we'll overcome it. We had a good race car today, and uh, we'll get out here and get some points. 
That's Mike Skinner. They will get back in the race now. Rick Mass problems. I saw one of his crew members taking a new air cleaner down toward his pit, so he's been having some carburetor problems during the first part of this race. And as the field gets ready to go back to green this time around, Jeff Gordon is a leader. 50 laps have now just gone on the scoreboard. Dale Jarrett is second. Bobby Labonte rides third. Ward Burton is fourth. Bill Elliott is fifth after that round of pit stops a moment ago. Jeff Burton is sixth. John Andretti is seventh. Steve Park will be eighth. Ricky Rudd is ninth. And Jeremy Mayfield will make up the top ten. A little further back, Jeffrey Bodine is eleventh. Rusty Wallace, twelfth. Chad Little's thirteenth. Michael Waltrip is fourteenth. And Sterling Marlin, that's the way they run. He will be fifteenth after that first pit stop of the day. Martin and Stewart, after the penalty, are going to restart in 37th and 38th positions as the pace car heads for pit road. Kyle Petty, the first car lapped out up to the inside of leader Jeff Gordon. The green flag is in the air, and we are back at it here in Michigan. Gordon and Dale Jarrett try and clear themselves of the traffic as they head for turn one. They do work in the outside lane, getting by Kyle Petty, who's the first of the lapped cars. Now Bobby Labonte, who runs in third, goes to the high side of the track to get by Kyle Petty. Well, that shuffle's going on. Here they go at it. Side by side for the lead. Jarrett down to the inside of Jeff Gordon, dead even on the back straightaway. Dale Jarrett goes side by side with Gordon as they wind it up to full speed, heading into turn number three. Gordon with a bit of an edge coming into the corner, but Jarrett down low may have the advantage there. They're still dead even side-by-side into four. Front two, a dead heat as they drag race through turns three and four. Jarrett at the bottom of the racetrack. Gordon to the outside. Gets pinned out to the wall almost, and Jarrett comes away with a lead. Now, Jeff Gordon's got his hands full with Bobby Labonte as Ward Burton gives him a little boost, a little drafting help going on in turn one. Bobby Labonte saw a little slip by Jeff Gordon. Took advantage. He charges by. Gets second. Now he's got a slip going on, and Ward Burton's trying to take advantage. Burton dives to the inside of Bobby Labonte. The two Pontiacs side-by-side for second. Still double wide Coming off the second corner, down the back straightaway. Burton on the inside. Bobby Labonte on the outside, racing into turn number three. Still dead even. Dale Jarrett pulls him into the corner. They touch. Now trouble in turn number three. Ward Burton slams the outside wall. Bobby Labonte clears the wreck. Most everybody else gets off the gas. Now here comes Burton down the banking. Everybody scrambles to the inside. Ward Burton has come to rest on the inside of the racetrack, just on the entrance of turn four. How Kevin LePage missed collecting Ward Burton coming back down the racetrack, I'll never know, but he just barely squeezed through a rapidly closing hole. Caution for the second time in the event. Hard racing for second spot in turn number three and one car ends up not coming back out the other side. Let's go back to Fred Armstrong. Contact between the two, Alan, as they came into the corner. You could just see it happen as the two came together just on the entrance of the turn. Burton almost had it saved, but lost control, spun around and hit the outside of the retaining wall just on the entrance of turn four. Slid down the banking and great driving by everybody behind. Literally the whole field had to dive inside and outside to avoid his spinning automobile. Hey, he cracked that wall pretty good. He's going to have done uh, some sheet metal damage to it. Whether he'll be able to continue or not, we'll just have to wait and see what he did. He come right down through the middle of the field and talk about some super driving up there. Not only Kevin LePage, but a couple of other guys did a great job also. Uh, look at the replay. It looked like when Ward went in the corner up underneath Bobby, the back end of the car just started to come around on him when he tried to turn left. He had Bobby to his outside, and he was trying not to run up into Bobby and take his lane away but it looked like when he cut the wheel to try and go to the bottom of the racetrack the thing just snapped around on him and he went into the outside wall hard with the driver's side door on the machine. So caution for the second time in this Pepsi 400. This one coming out at lap 53. 
Some pit stops under this second caution flag. Cars coming back down here. Some of those are lap down or so to top off the fuel tank mostly, though a couple of tire changes ongoing. And the Ward-Burton car being towed away from where it came to rest up in the middle of turns three and four. Fred Armstrong, a uh, hard hit for Ward, but uh, he did climb from the car, right? A little slow to get out, but they did get him out. He took his helmet off. A huge cheer from down at this end of the grandstands, and he was able to walk under his own power back to the ambulance and onto the infield care center. That is the second yellow flag of the afternoon, as Alan told you, coming out on lap 53 when Ward Burton's car turned around and hit the outside wall up in turn number three. We are now at lap 55. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award, driver with the best break during today's race. We'll see $500 donated on his behalf to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestest Breaks, the official breaks of NASCAR. Let's set the field for you while they're under caution, and we're just past 100 miles. Dale Jarrett's the leader over Jeff Gordon, who is second, Bobby Labonte third, Bill Elliott fourth, and Jeff Burton up to fifth now. Jeremy Mayfield runs sixth, John Andretti seventh, Jeffrey Bodine eighth, Rusty Wallace is ninth, and Ricky Rudd is tenth. Steve Parks eleventh, Chad Little is up to the twelfth position. Thirteenth is Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt is fourteenth, and Elliott Sadler is in fifteenth position after starting back in thirty-second. 16th is Jimmy Spencer, Hutt Strickland is 17th, Joni Macek 18th, Kevin LePage 19th, and Michael Waltrip 20th, Kenny Irwin is 21st, Bobby Hamilton 22nd, Johnny Benson 23rd, Matt Kenseth 24th, and Rich Bickle 25th. 26th is Rick Mast, Ken Sh- Kenny Wallace rather is 27th, Ken Schrader is 28th, Mark Martin is 29th after the penalty for speeding on pit road earlier, and Dave Marcus is 30th, Tony Stewart 31st, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 32nd, Terry Labonte 33rd, Robert Presley 34th, Wally Dallenbach 35th, 36th is Jerry Nadeau, and Ricky Craven is the last car on the lead lap in 37th spot. One lap down, you've got Dick Trickle in 38th, Kyle Petty in 39th, and David Green in 40th. Ward Burton currently shows 41st, Ted Musgrave 42nd, though Burton's car has just been towed to the garage. Musgrave suffering some problems under the hood today, and Mike Skinner's behind the wall with a rear end problem on his first pit stop, and he is losing laps back in 43rd position. And that's the way they run here under caution at lap number 56, getting ready to go back to green flag racing here very shortly. The flag is still out there cleaning up from the accident over in turn number three involving Ward Burton just a moment ago. Winston Kelly, a lot of chassis changes or changes on those cars as far as handling characteristics on that last round of stops. Yeah, there were a number of them, Barney. And one of the interesting things that we noticed is the guys that came in that had been running loose, that had a loose chassis condition, they have lost a lot of spaces like Rusty Wallace, Wally Dahlenbach, David Green, Ken Schrader. The guys who were just a little bit tight, including Dale Jarrett, and again stress that Dale was just a tick tight, most of those guys had picked up positions. Bill Elliott, one of those who had been tight. Also, Jeff Burton, he had picked up some 17 positions reporting just a tick tight, so they made an air pressure adjustment. Same thing for the Michael Waltrip car. So that the story as we continue to work on the cleanup and get the field set to go back racing here at full speed. Just joining us, we are working the second caution of the race. The first one at lap 47 for some debris spotted down in turns 1 and 2. Then this next one at lap 53 for the Ward-Burton crash while he was racing Bobby Labonte for second spot up in turn 3. Leaders so far, Burton led lap 1. Mike Skinner laps 2 to 13. Dale Jarrett, 14 to 25. Jeff Gordon, 26 to 51. And then Jarrett took the lead just after the pit stops at 52 and continues to hold it under the caution flag. So far, only Ward-Burton's car is back in the garage. Mike Skinner's just come out from behind the wall and rejoined the event. And of the uh, 43 starters, we have 37 of them on the lead lap. 
And this mid-race update has been brought to you by Chase Authentics. Each week, the top drivers in the NASCAR, Craftsman, Truck, Bush, and Winston Cup Series compete on the track to provide the best entertainment in motorsports. Off the track, the competition ends, and NASCAR's leading drivers agree to supply their fans with the best apparel in racing. Chase Authentics, the authentic trackside apparel of NASCAR. Now, back to the race where the chase is on. Well, they will be here very shortly. They are still cleaning up over in turns three and four, where Ward had the accident over there just a moment ago, so it's going to be a lap or so before we go back to green. I'm just sitting here thinking about Ward Burton. He is a good, solid little race driver, but he has more than his share of bad luck. He really, if you look back at the record book over the last couple of years, how many times has he been running up in the top five and maybe get caught up in somebody else's accident or, or something kind of freakish like this kind of take him out of the race? It's hard to believe. Yeah, tough luck for Burton today, who obviously had a very good, very strong race car, but will not be around when the checkered flag waves at the end of this Pepsi 400. A couple of quick uh, news notes while we have a quiet minute under the caution flag. NASCAR earlier this week fining Sterling Marlin $5,000 for ramming Chad Little's car on the pit road after the cool-down lap of the Watkins Glen race last week. And earlier this weekend here at uh, Michigan, Sabco Racing and Joe Nemechek announcing that they'll be going their separate ways at the end of this 1999 season. Getting ready to go back racing in just one more lap here in Michigan. The field has just taken the green flag. We're back underway at Michigan. The leader's in two. Dale Jarrett shows the way. Jeff Gordon rides along in second. Good ways back to third place, Bobby Labonte. And fourth place, Bill Elliott. They're working on slower traffic that's down on the inside lane. Traffic forces them to the outside of the racetrack. No room to go side by side there, so they're content to stay single file for right now. The front two, though, begin to break away. Dale Jarrett and Jeff Gordon driving off into turn four. Work their way into turn number four and head back for the straightaway. Meanwhile, a little further back in the field, they're running two and three wide up through turns three and four. Some of that is lap traffic. Others are guys trying to scramble up there and stay with the leaders. John Andretti, Ricky Rudd giving each other a real tussle coming through the corner up there at the front of the field. Very close for the lead. There's Jeff Gordon looking down to the inside for an opportunity to make the pass on Dale Jarrett. Jarrett trying to come down the banking a bit to block the lane. Gordon still looking, but now gets back in line. Jarrett cuts it to the inside, coming off the corner, anticipating a move down low from Jeff Gordon, but nothing happens there. Gordon stays back in line. They're racing to the corner, and again, Jarrett cuts it down to the bottom of the racetrack. Gordon peaks high this time as he heads to four. It is the car of Dick Trickle, who is not on the lead lap, who jumps up to the outside of Jeff Gordon. Bobby Labonte going to try and follow that Pontiac through. Labonte to the outside of Gordon. He grabs second spot. Now Gordon falls in line behind Labonte and in front of the lap car of Mike Skinner. Here comes Bill Elliott now riding behind Mike Skinner trying to clear himself of that traffic so he can get up here and deal with Gordon in third and Bobby Labonte in second. All the while Dale Jarrett moves out. He's got a five-car length lead on second place Bobby Labonte. Tries to increase it as he comes off the second corner. Everybody drafting single file up in the front ten. A couple of cars going side-by-side side behind. Here's one car breaking out of the draft to the inside. Side-by-side side battle. Jeremy Mayfield goes down inside of Jeff Burton as they race into four. That would be for sixth position as they work their way through the corner, heading back into the straightaway. Jeffrey Bodine is locked up in that also, and so is John Andretti. Pretty good nod of traffic right there as they cross the start-finish line. Dale Earnhardt is another that's locked up in that scramble as the front five go back to turn two. Single file coming back into the turn except for Bill Elliott. He's ready to shake loose from some of the lap traffic. The car of Mike Skinner just in front of him. Elliott takes the high side of the racetrack. Pulls in behind Jeff Gordon. They'll draft by Mike Skinner. They'll slip to the outside of Skinner. Skinner eases back now as they head into the corner. They'll slip on by to the top of the banking. Here's Elliott looking up high. Jeff Gordon is down low as they race into turn four. 
Let's mention Barney called Dale Earnhardt's name a minute ago. Tipped the cap to the Richard Childress team who did a whale of a job on pit stops to gain a number of spots for Earnhardt who is up into the ninth position. Here's Bobby Labonte trying to get by the lap car of Dick Trickle. Keep Jeff Gordon and Bill Elliott behind him. All this going on in turn one. Bobby down to the inside lane of the racetrack. He goes low to try to get by the slower car. Jeff Gordon goes wide to try to get by him. But Bobby Labonte comes out with the second position but still dealing with Dick Trickle. Working over Trickle coming off the second corner. He'll go right down the middle of the racetrack, heading into turn number three. Trickle is strong down the back straightaway, though. Bobby Labonte just can't get by. Now Jeff Gordon is in the mix as well as they head to turn four. Dick Trickle gets shuffled up to the high side. This time at the bottom of the racetrack is Bobby Labonte. He'll squeeze him out to the wall. Now he's sandwiched in between Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon. That's Dick Trickle, the lap car we're talking about, just trying to stay up there and hope to be able to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. They work their way back to one. Here's Bill Elliott now riding in the fourth spot. He has thoughts of going after Jeff Gordon in third because Trickle goes way up the banking opens up the inside lane Elliott looks there for a moment says he can't make it stick falls back in line he'll follow the draft of Gordon down the back straightaway he'll have to deal with Dick Trickle though first as he races to the inside of the track everybody sprays out as they come off the corner inside outside of Dick Trickle Trickle goes back three positions on the racetrack now here's Jeff Burton on the move to the top of the banking and a battle for the lead Bobby Labonte runs up to the outside of Dale Jarrett in turns three and four he comes out of the corner with the race lead Labonte in front Jarrett back to second, Gordon to third. Now Elliott and Jeff Burton race for fourth and fifth to one. Side by side coming back into the turn as that battle continues further back. John Andretti advances his spot. He drops down to the inside of the track, gets by Jeremy Mayfield, opens a lane momentarily for Ricky Rudd, but Dale Earnhardt in that mix as well. He's got the favorite inside line. Single file coming off the corner. A couple of cars break out of the draft now. Look to the inside of the racetrack. Jeffrey Bodine is part of that mix. He'll go side by side with Earnhardt as they slip into the corner. Earnhardt dives down low. Now now he'll go to work on Jeremy Mayfield in turn four. Bernhardt makes the car work at the bottom of the racetrack. Let's see if he's going to be able to get a couple of spots out of it as he comes off turn number four, still down there. Now all of a sudden he tucks back in behind Mayfield, doesn't want to get shaken out of that whole pack of traffic. Jeffrey Bodine is the car that's the odd man out this time. Jeff looking for a place to get in in turn one. He'll finally squeeze back in line just ahead of Rusty Wallace, who's just behind him. Further back, you've got Kenny Wallace. He's trying to hold off other traffic to his inside, Chad Little. You've got Sterling Marlin there and Joe Nemechek's all squeezing off turn two. Meanwhile, up front, battle for fourth begins to shame up. Here's Jeff Burton on the move. He'll dive down to the inside of Bill Elliott, side by side as they enter the corner. Burton with the advantage down low as they race into four. Burton tried to squeeze up in front of Elliott, which he will succeed in doing off of turn number four to complete that pass for the fourth position. So, resetting the leaderboard, Bobby Labonte now out in front for the first time all day, with Jeff Gordon up to second, Dale Jarrett to third, Jeff Burton, rather, to fourth, and Bill Elliott to fifth. Sixth is John Andretti, Jeremy Mayfield is seventh, Dale Earnhardt is eighth, Ricky Rudd is ninth, and Jeffrey Bodine rounds out the top ten starters, uh, runners rather. Uh, Tony Stewart and Mark Barton, we mentioned with the uh, speeding exiting pit road penalty on their pit stops back at lap number 48 and fell back to 36th and 37th positions at the time. Stewart has worked his way up to 21st through the traffic and Martin currently sits in 23rd spot. Ward Burton uh, crashed over in turn number three a little bit earlier, went to the infield care center. Winston Kelly has been checking on what's going on over there, Winston. Well, Ward's still in the infield care center. His crew chief, Tommy Baldwin, came out just a moment ago and told us that he was okay, that they were just keeping him in there for a few more moments to check everything out. But Tommy reports that he is okay. So that is the situation on Ward Burton. At the front of the field, Bobby Labonte's trying to check out on everybody else, everybody else being Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Burton, and Bill Elliott, the top five. They're in three. 
He's checking out by about five car lengths now. Barney, battle for second, shapes up just a bit as Dale Jarrett tries to catch up with Jeff Gordon as they race into four. Good race back for the eighth position, held by Dale Earnhardt with Ricky Rudd and Jimmy Spencer and Rusty Wallace right behind him. Those cars flare out off of turn number four, come down to the start-finish line, single file, tucked in right behind Wallace would be Chad Little, Sterling Marlin, Jeffrey Bodine, and Elliot Sadler all in that pack. Single file this time, racing for the eighth, ninth, and tenth positions, coming back into the corner. Jeremy Mayfield in the mix there. He looks underneath Earnhardt momentarily, while Rusty Wallace dives down low and goes after Jimmy Spencer. All by himself, Wallace is coming off the corner, side-by-side with Spencer, racing down into turn number three. Wallace dives down to the bottom of the racetrack. Spencer goes up high. Still side-by-side as they race towards turn number four. Off the corner comes that group of cars. Still, that's the best racing on the speedway for the eighth position on back. Here is Wallace down low on Jimmy Spencer. Spencer, though, getting a good drafting pull off of the Ricky Rudd car as they come across the stripes. So Rudd able to hold on to the ninth spot now and protect uh, his backside from Spencer and Rusty Wallace. Spencer follows the tire tracks of Ricky Rudd this time by. It's Chad Little flaring out this time. He'll dive way to the inside of the track. He and Rusty Wallace go at it. Also in the mix is Jimmy Spencer. Working over Wallace, coming off the second corner. Chad Little now all by himself in the draft. Decides that's not a good idea. Bails out of that. Dives back in line. Now moves down to the bottom again. Takes a peek at Wallace there. But Wallace occupies the inside lane. No move to make the move. And Rusty just kind of holds his line. Works his way off turn number four and back into the straightaway. As lap number 71 comes up on the board, it will be Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Burton, and Bill Bobby Labonte continues to hold the lead in the Pepsi 400 at Michigan. He's got five car lengths on Jeff Gordon. Third position has just changed hands. Jeff Burton up and around Dale Jarrett, who fades back to fourth. And Bill Elliott runs a somewhat distant fifth at this point. Good run for John Andretti, who is sixth. Dale Earnhardt, Chad Little, Jimmy Spencer, and Jeremy Mayfield round out the top ten. And just as I say that, here comes Sterling Marlin up and around Jeremy Mayfield for that spot into one. Marlin completes the pass, now pulls in on Jimmy Spencer, the next car in line, although he may not be finished with Mayfield. Mayfield looks to the outside, takes another shot off turn number two, can't do anything with it. All he does is fall back in line. Rusty Wallace having thoughts about getting by his teammate coming off the corner. Jeremy Mayfield covers a spot, though. He drops back in line. Now here's Chad Little on the move. He'll look down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt as they race into four. Chad's had some good, strong runs here at Michigan as he gets underneath Earnhardt out of turn number four. Got to run on him if he can just get in the accelerator and out-drag him down to the start-finish line. He may get the spot away. Earnhardt not giving up any real estate as they go door to door off into turn number one. Earnhardt will hang on to the position as they get to the corner. We told, we told you a moment ago that Ward Burton had gone into the infield care center. I believe Winston Kelly is with him now. We have. He's walked out of the care center under his own power. Your condition first, Ward. I hit pretty hard in the driver's side. I got a headache and a few bruises, but, you know, I just uh, feel really bad for the Caterpillar team. I just didn't have any warning, man. It was under me coming out of two, and it wasn't under me going into three, and looped it around. Any idea what did happen? Well, I know I was side 18, I guess uh, I just didn't allow enough of the air from his car taking off the rear of my car, and uh, it came off at two so good. I didn't really drive it in there too far, but I guess uh, in light of what I just learned now, I threw it in a little bit too far, but uh, we got a good team. We'll bounce back. This team awfully strong. With a little bit of luck, they'll definitely be in victory lane. Ward Burton out today, though. And a change for the lead while we talked with Ward. Down in turns one and two, Joe Moore. Jeff Gordon rolls back to the front. Bobby Labonte came into the corner, entering turn number one. Went a little bit high and opened the inside lane. All Gordon had to do was drop down to the inside and hit the gas. He flashed on by, and Gordon is back out front. And 
that the way things stand here after 78 laps. Gordon now in front of Labonte, Burton, Jarrett, and Elliott. And there's some shuffling up back behind that group as well, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Want to take a minute say hello to Scott Gillespie of the Pepsi Bottling Group, sponsors of today's Pepsi 400 here at Michigan. This uh, the first of a new sponsorship agreement with the racetrack. Glad to have you on board. Al, nice to meet you. Bernie. Pleasure to have you here. Pepsi does a lot of things in NASCAR Winston Cup racing. I know, though, you're keeping a particular eye on that little car that's out in front right now. Yeah, we kind of like that number 24 car, and uh, he's had some good history here at Michigan, and last year in our uh, first race, uh, Jeff pulled off an upset there towards the end, and uh, we'd like to see another one here this year. Talk a little bit about how your company uses a sponsorship of a race to move product, because after all, that's what you're here for. Well, we go well beyond just the race. Uh, we start well in advance of the race and uh, what we call tractivation, which is really bringing, uh, you know, not only Jeff Gordon, but the sport to the retail stores out there. And this year, presenting sponsor is Meyer here in the Midwest. And uh, we do a lot of uh, activity in their store in preparation for a race like this. Absolutely. And it's, uh, it's a big help to the racetracks and the race fans I know enjoy it. And we sure appreciate the sport. Scott, thanks for being here. Appreciate your participation in NASCAR racing. We look forward to seeing you again next year. My pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Scott Gillespie of the Pepsi Bottling Group, sponsors of the Pepsi 400 here at Michigan this afternoon. We were about to say a moment ago that Dale Jarrett, who had a very strong race car before that first round of pit stops came up. Now, he made a good pit stop. He's back out there in fourth position as he works his way out of uh, turn number two and heads down the back straightaway. He has not been able to get back up there and chase down the leaders. Don't know if the car's not working that well. Over in turns three and four, looks like he's kicking up a little bit in front of Fred Armstrong. Yeah, he tries to keep it to the bottom of the racetrack, Barney, and this time through the apex of the corner he does, but he has been slipping up the banking, easing up towards the outside wall a couple of laps ago. Here's a guy who I want to kind of throw in the category of where'd he come from? Rick Mast has just cracked the top ten into ninth position. He started the race back in 31st spot. He made an extra pit stop to top off the fuel tank at lap number 50 after everybody else came in at uh, 48. So that put him all the way about 36th, 35th in line or so. And now here he is rumbling all the way up into the lead group. So Mast has obviously got a rocket ship of a race car underneath him. Looking back in the record book, I think Rick's had a couple of top five finishes here at Michigan. So he knows how to get around the speedway. Apparently he's got the car to his liking right now because he's driving the wheels off from it. But so is about 90% of the field out there two. Jeff Gordon for the moment is the man they're chasing. Bobby Labonte had the lead a moment ago, lost it to Gordon. Now Bobby's losing a little ground. He's about five car lengths behind the leader as they go to one. Steam rolling back into turn number one. No close racing among the front five cars. Some of the best stuff is further back as it seems to have been most of the day today. Tenth and twelfth on back in that pack. Matter of fact, we're just talking about Rick Mast. He leads the parade into turn number one of some pretty good racing. Jimmy Spencer in the mix there. Sterling Marlin is battling along with the cars of Rusty Wallace and Jeremy Mayfield as they pass some lap traffic working off turn two. Chad Little had been at the point of that group, and now he begins to pull away, so Rick Bass feels the pressure from behind as he heads down the back straightaway. Jimmy Spencer is there. Spencer looks to the bottom of the racetrack. Mass covers the spot well. Some side-by-side racing going on behind. The teammates going at it. Rusty Wallace moving down to the inside of the racetrack. Mass just took that position away from Jimmy Spencer a lap ago, so put Rick up into the eighth spot. Spencer back to ninth, and then the three-way race between Rusty Wallace, Sterling Marlin, and Jeremy Mayfield for the 10th, 11th, and 12th positions. 83 of 200 laps complete in the Pepsi 400 at Michigan. 
The top 10 in the Pepsi 400 in Michigan, somewhat spread out at this point. Jeff Gordon separated from Bobby Labonte by about half a second. Bobby with about a one-second advantage over third place Jeff Burton. Then it's another two and a half seconds. Back to Dale Jarrett in fourth and a similar distance back to Bill Elliott in fifth. The rest of the top 10 are John Andretti, Chad Little, Rick Mass, Jimmy Spencer, and Mark Martin. Remember, Martin penalized for speeding, leaving pit road. Back on his lap, 48 stop. Dropped to 36th on the restart. Under green, he has moved his way back up now to the number 10 position. Had great success here over the years. Mark Martin has. He likes this racetrack, knows how to get around it, and may get back up there and have a shot to win this one before the day is over. We are approaching the halfway point, 12 laps away from the halfway point. That'll put us at lap 100, and the Gatorade Front Runner Award will be passed out at that time, $10,000 to whoever leads at the halfway point. And for the moment, it looks like Jeff Gordon is trying to lock that up. He's uh, done it several times this year, I believe, without looking back uh, through the notes here. I know he's, he's led a couple of times at halfway. For the moment, he's very much in command. Bobby Labonte's staying right with him, though, about five, six car lengths back. And Jeff Burton trying to reel those two in. He's chopped a little bit of ground off, but not a significant amount in the last several laps. Let's get some updates from Pit Road as we begin to stare the second round of pit stops in the face. First, we go to Jim Phillips. Got a Rick Mass pit with Mark Tudor's crew chief. Mark, first of all, you had the hood up on the car in the first set of pit stops. What was wrong with it? We had a problem with the accelerator linkage hanging on the air cleaner, and it could open wide open, so we corrected that. Looks like right now, looks like right now it's holding it wide open. The uh, car looks pretty good on the racetrack. What's he saying about the car? The car's still just a little bit tight. We hope we can make an adjustment on this next pit stop and see if we can't get it freed up and, you know, try to get to the end. That's Mark Tudor, crew chief for Rick Bass. Like Winston Kelly pointed out earlier, the car is just a little bit tight, seem to be running better today. Let's check in with Winston Kelly. Well, one of those cars who was tight on the first segment was Dale Jarrett, so he made a little bit of a chassis adjustment. His crew chief, Todd Parrott, talking to him, giving him some lap time, see if we can get him to ease down here. Todd, the car's not quite as strong as it was earlier. Has he said anything? Yeah, things tightened up on him just a little bit, and... Uh, Make a little bit of an air pressure adjustment here at this next stop and hopefully get that thing back up front. So it's, we've came a long way from where we were in happy hour yesterday, so I'm pretty happy that he is saying it's a little tight. And Todd Parrott says that with a smile on his face, as dominant as they were earlier. It was tight during the first segment. It's tightened up even more during this segment. We'll make an air pressure adjustment this time for the last half of the race. Yeah, talking with Dale Jarrett this morning before the race and teasing him about how dominant he was back here in June, he said, let me tell you what, I was not pleased with my race car at all at the end of happy hour practice yesterday he said hopefully the things that we're going to throw at it this morning will do the job and obviously it has run very well throughout the race today for him to be in the top five change uh well actually that's a lap car the leaders are going by i'll take that back thank you and go down to pit road to marty snyder well tony stewart certainly is putting on a show out there during his first run he started 37th made it to 12th restarted 38th he is now running 12th again here on lap 91 after just 30 laps or 40 laps rather on this run Dale Earnhardt his car is great but he has a problem it starts tight and it gets tighter the longer he runs he got as high as eighth on this run but now currently running 16th they're going to make a track bar adjustment they're going to come up on the track bar and take out some air pressure to try to loosen up Dale Earnhardt and Jimmy Spencer also having an impressive run 
started 36, currently running in the 10th spot. I was about to say something about Spencer a little bit earlier in our broadcast. Jimmy hasn't made a lot of noise in the last couple of weeks. He's about due to get up there and run in the top four or five, and uh, he's been fairly quiet lately, although that one segment we talked about a little bit earlier when there was 8 and 10 and 12 cars back there getting with the program, he's right in the middle of that. Spencer with only two top 10 finishes in the entire 1999 season to this point through 21 races, but having a very solid run here today. Right now racing Rick Mast for the ninth and 10th positions here as we hit lap number 93. Mark Martin continues to steamroll his way back up through the traffic. He's just taken eighth spot away from Rick Mast. He's trying to catch his teammate Chad Little for seventh. Meantime, Tony Stewart is around Jeremy Mayfield, and he picks up the 12th position as he continues to roll toward the front. Let's tip the cap also while we're taking a minute and talking about some guys to Hutt Strickland. On with the uh, Scott Barber Racing Team, the Turbine Solutions sponsored effort. Here's a team that is basically on its own. That is Scott Barber's own company, the Turbine Solutions folks. So it's a, a pretty much self-sponsored team. And they don't have the kind of resources for a brand new first-year operation that some of the others do. And yet, here the last couple of weeks, they've been putting in some solid qualifying efforts and some fairly decent race days. We'll take Watkins Glen out of the, the equation because Hutt will be the first to tell you he's not doesn't consider himself to be a very good road racer but here this weekend they qualified 13th they are running in 14th position here nearly halfway through in uh, only his fifth race of the season for hot strickland that's not bad progress for a brand new race team no it's not bad at all and they've got some very dedicated people on that race team that are determined to get it in the direction it needs to go and get them some top 10 finishes and contend for a win hopefully before the year is out 94 laps are on the scoreboard we're six laps away from the halfway point We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Bobby Labonte has just grabbed the lead away from Jeff Gordon. He did it going off into turn number one down in front of Joe Moore. He did it the same way that Gordon passed him about 10 laps ago, Barney. A case of one car going a little bit wide. The inside lane opened up. This time it was Labonte that capitalized. He goes back out in front. There's something, too, when you get right up on the back bumper of one of these race cars. If Bobby was closing and got a good runoff turn four, if he got right up on Gordon's back bumper and stayed right there into turn one, the force of the air coming off the front bumper of Labonte's car would be so great it would upset the back of Gordon's car. So what happens a lot of times when you see the guy when they go racing off into a corner at a track as fast as this one, nose to tail, you see the guy that's in front all of a sudden go running up the racetrack. Well, what he's trying to do is keep the car from spinning out from the back end, getting upset by the air of the car from the nose of the machine that's pushing him into the corner. It's hard to believe the effect air has on these cars, but it really gives the drivers handfuls when they're out there at these kinds of speeds. I think the big thing that's happened in stock car racing to me uh, in the aerodynamics department is they work on these cars to get them to run quick, basically by themselves, get the car as clean as they can. And that's good. That's one, one thing you want to do is have your car run as fast as you can. But I think they need to put a little more effort on making that car work in racing somebody door-to-door, two cars side-by-side, three cars side-by-side, three cars running nose-to-tail type deal because that's one reason that we're seeing guys run a lot of single-file racing is the cars are difficult to to hang on to if you run door-to-door very long. They are a handful, that is for sure, in, in today's trim at today's speeds. Three laps, now make it two laps away from the midway point of the race. Bobby Labonte leading Jeff Gordon at 98 of 200 laps. Back at Michigan, the leader, Bobby Labonte, ducks onto pit road, completing lap 102, just one circuit after Jeff Gordon, Dale Jarrett, Bill Elliott, and John Andretti. Most of the other top ten cars visited pit road for their service. Let's cover the Bobby Labonte stop as he heads down toward Jim Phillips, and then we'll recap the others. 
Here comes Bobby Labonte's Pontiac in. Slowly into his pit stall. He gets it stopped right on the money. They're going to work on the right side. First get his six-year-old is in. John Andretti's been into his pit stall. Also in has been Ricky Rudd on this end. Around the left side, they go on Bobby Labonte's car. The pit board is out for Jeremy Mayfield's team. Bobby Labonte's crew, the left front is going on now. 16.6 seconds of the stop to Winston Kelly. Same time, 16.68 seconds to stop on Dale Jarrett. Four tires and gasoline. Jeff Bodine with a 15-second penalty. Had a good stop going for a 15-second penalty for Jeffrey Bodine. Further down pit road, Jeff Burton with four tires and gasoline. Rusty Wallace's crew now completing his stop. Four tires and gasoline. He pulls out a chassis adjustment on most of these cars. as most of them on the midsection now on the tight side. Mark Martin gives up his spot on the racetrack for a pit stop. Tony Stewart's now in the lead. Elliott Sadler is in also. Let's cover the Mark Martin stop. And a Martin crew working on the right side of the car. His car's been just a tick tight today, but nothing too serious. Now the crew's going to wheel around very quickly to the other side of the car. A four-tire stop for the Valvoline crew. No chassis adjustment that we can visibly see. And the car's down and away, 16 point. Eight, four seconds for Mark Martin. Marty Snyder. So they have a time board out for Tony Stewart, but they decided to keep him out one more lap just to make sure that he got the bonus points. Dale Earnhardt came in on lap 100. As we said, he was extremely tight, up two rounds on the track bar, and an air pressure adjustment to loosen up Dale Earnhardt. He had fallen back to almost the 20th position. Also, Jimmy Spencer came in just a little bit tight. He came in on lap 103 at a 19.1-second pit stop. For Jimmy Spencer, Tony Stewart now in. Obviously, the car is great. They've made up a ton of spots. They just need to make sure they leave pit road and don't get a penalty this time. They go to the left side of Tony Stewart's car, and they will make no adjustments for Tony Stewart. He is now down and away, and a 16.1-second stop for Tony Stewart. Kevin LePage brings his car into the pits along with Matt Kenseth also, and Mike Skinner, who is many, many laps down, had to spend some time behind the wall, brings his car in. And also we see Ted Musgrave. Oops, Ted's going to take his car back to the garage area. So instead of making a pit stop, Musgrave is taking the car out. Kyle Petty is on pit road right now looking for only a handful of cars that have not been in the pits to make their stops. We are at lap 105. Here's one of them. Robert Presley comes down pit road after leading for a lap, handing the top spot over to Wally Dallenback for a minute. Presley, Dallenback. Uh, and a couple of others stopped at lap 55 under the second caution for the Ward-Burton crash, so they had a few extra circuits they could go on fuel, and we should see the rest of them ducking in here shortly. Dallenback and Dale Earnhardt Jr. are the two who have not pitted yet. Earnhardt Jr., uh, one of those also who stopped under the caution at lap 54, so we should see Wally and Dale Jr. pitting here in the next several circuits around, and that would cycle the lead back around to Jeff Gordon, who has gotten off pit road ahead of Bobby Labonte by about one full second. So not a lot's going to change as far as the front two or three cars after this round of pit stops, all coming under green flag conditions. We are now at lap 106. Set the field for you. Dallenbeck is the leader. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Jeff Gordon is third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. Jerry Nadeau has not yet pitted. He is fifth. Sixth is Jeff Burton. Dale Jarrett is seventh. Dave Marcus has not yet pitted. He's eighth. Terry Labonte is out of sequence with the leaders on pit stops. He's ninth, and then it'll be Bill Elliott, 10th. 11th will be John Andretti, Mark Martin, 12th, Jeremy Mayfield, 13th, Chad Little, 14th, and Jimmy Spencer will round out the top 15. The rest of the top 20 at this point will be Rick Mast, Rusty Wallace, Hutt Strickland, Tony Stewart, and Sterling Marlin. Here is Dale Earnhardt, Jr., 
coming down pit road for his stop. That puts Jeff Gordon up to second behind Wally Dallenbach. Jerry Nadeau also follows down pit road, so beginning to see the completion here of the pit stop cycle. Let's go to Jim Phillips and cover the Dale Jr. stop. And Dale Jr., by the way, does have the radio problem fixed. They uh, had a radio problem the first half of the race, and they could not tell... The crew couldn't hear what he was saying. So I asked Tony Yuri after he went back out and they fixed the radio. I said, well, just how bad was the car? And he said, Dale Jr. said the car was extremely loose. So they corrected that problem for the most part during that first stop. Chassis adjustment this time on the Earnhardt. He stalls the car out. The crew did the work at 16.3 seconds. A great stop for them. It cost himself a couple of seconds when he stalled the car out. Wally Dallenbach will give up the lead, bring his car onto pit road, and this would be a scheduled pit stop for Wally, and that will move Jeff Gordon back up into the number one position with Bobby Labonte riding right behind him. So there's not a real big interval. Well, it's a pretty good one, I guess, maybe a second or so as the front two sweep down the back straightaway and go over to three. Bobby Labonte having to deal with some lap traffic. Jeff Gordon dealing with traffic as well as he slips to the top of the banking around Robert Presley. Here's Johnny Benson up to the top of the banking. Down below, Bobby Labonte slipping by off turn four. During the round of pit stops, uh, one of our reporters covering the Jeffrey Bodine pit, I believe it was Winston Winston Kelly mentioned the penalty to Bodine. He was assessed the penalty for using a third air wrench. If one of the air wrenches, you're allowed two over the wall. If one of them breaks, you've got to finish the service on all four tires with the one gun you took over the wall. You can't go back and get another one from behind the wall. So that was what the additional penalty was for for the Jeffrey Bodine car. 109 laps complete, 91 to go. The Pepsi 400 at Michigan. Jeff Gordon leads after a series of pit stops. Back in Michigan with a change on the leaderboard. Not in the top spot, but back in fifth position. Bill Elliott just came off the racetrack for a green flag stop. Not uh, that long after he was in a moment ago. 11 laps after the first stop. They went to the left side of the car. Winston Kelly, what was wrong? Well, he was reporting a vibration. Not sure exactly what it was. They thought he may either have a tire going down, a vibration on the left side, or possibly some loose lug nuts. He's just now left pit road. He hasn't yet relayed anything back to pit road, but a vibration on Bill Elliott's car on the left side of the car, so they changed those tires. And Bill's one of those guys from the last couple of years. He had great success here in the early years, but in the last two or three trips here, he's had more than his share of problems. Had a good car, could have won, what, both the last two or three times we've been here. And yeah. Had, had trouble. Back in June, was running in the top five and had led the race when an oil line got cut by something that came up off the racetrack, had to bail out of the car on pit road for all the smoke inside the machine and wound up finishing back in 41st position. Here's another one of the leaders in trouble. Jeremy Mayfield was running in seventh spot. He's coming back down pit road here, working his way toward his crew. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Same story, Alan. Reporting a vibration. Looks like on his particular car, the left front, they did not get all the lug nuts on the left front secure. The braking down on the left side. Make sure the tightening weather is going to go ahead and change the tires on the left side, but it looked like when he pulled out of the pit that they did not get all the lug nuts on the left front. And that's a costly mistake for Jeremy Mayfield's team as he is down and away. We'll go back onto the racetrack. Watching Bobby Labonte a couple of minutes ago, he has really had his hands full getting through some of that lap traffic and trying to get up there and stay with Jeff Gordon. He had to get three wide coming off turn number four. Got off a little ticklish up there just a moment ago. Now he finally gets away from those cars and has him in sight. The leader, that is, Jeff Gordon, as they come out of turn number four and back into the straightaway. Bobby has one car between himself and the leader right now. That'll be Steve Park as they work to turn one. But uh, along with the lapped car of Steve Park, there's also a lot of uh, distance between Jeff Gordon 
and Bobby Labonte. So he's got some work to do, even though he's got that one car left to get by. Off turn number two, Gordon goes to work on another set of lap cars in front of him. Bobby Hamilton on the inside of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon tries to work him over coming off the corner, but can't get the momentum. He'll fall in line and draft alongside Hamilton now. He drops down to the bottom of the racetrack, side by side, lap cars ahead in turn four. And Bobby Labonte hoping that Jeff Gordon will get held up in traffic and it will allow him to close the deficit he is to Gordon right now. Ted Musgrave took his car to the garage a few minutes ago. Let's see if we can get an update there. And Ted started 11th today, but it went bad from the green flag on. Ted, what's got you behind the wall here? Well, for all your listeners back home, grab a dictionary, look under bad luck, and you'll see my name on it because I'll tell you what, it looks like a rocker arm or something. And it was kind of a shame because I had people from Polaris and everybody here for this Remington deal and qualified well 11th and right from the start you know the car started slowing down a little bit broke a rocker arm we've been trying to hang on until the caution come out but it doesn't look like that's going to come in our favor either but we'll fix it we'll be a lot of laps down but at least we won't have a dnf and one thing to remember they use robert yates engines so uh, engine failure is fairly rare for the butch mock team but ted musgrave behind the wall trying to get the uh, engine problem fixed looking back to, uh, through the record book this morning too I, I did not realize how many times ted musgrave has finished in the top five here in recent years he's had some it's been a good racetrack for him but he's like a half a dozen other drivers that we've talked about just can't seem to get that finish if it wasn't for bad luck lately for musgrave he'd have no luck at all the problems for Bill Elliott and Jeremy Mayfield a minute ago have dropped them pretty good bit back in the field. Elliott is running 32nd, one lap down, and Mayfield is 34th, one lap down. And let's take you back through now the way that they run here at 118 circuits complete. Jeff Gordon leads Bobby Labonte by about six car lengths, with Dale Jarrett in third. He's three seconds behind. Jeff Burton is fourth, and John Andretti is fifth. Mark Martin has recovered all the way to sixth position from the penalty earlier. Chad Little, a fine day today. He's running in seventh. Tony Stewart is eighth. Jimmy Spencer solidly in the top ten in ninth spot. And Hutch Strickland runs in the tenth position. Rick Mast is 11th, Rusty Wallace 12th, Dale Earnhardt 13th, Sterling Marlin 14th, and Kenny Irwin is 15th. 16th is Ricky Rudd, Elliot Sadler having a good day today. Very solid all afternoon for the Sitco team. He's in 17th spot with Michael Waltrip 18th, and Matt Kenseth, the final car on the lead lap, he's in 19th spot. One lap down in 20th is Bobby Hamilton, Steve Park is 21st, Robert Presley's 22nd, Joni Michek 23rd, and Johnny Benson 24th, Wally Dallenbach is 25th, Kevin LePage, 26th, Dale Earnhardt Jr., 27th, Kenny Wallace, 28th, Jeffrey Bodine, 29th, and Ken Schrader, 30th. 31st is Jerry Nadeau, Bill Elliott, 32nd, Rich Bickle, 33rd, Jeremy Mayfield, 34th, Ricky Craven, 35th, and Terry Labonte, 36th. Two laps down, Dave Marcus in 37th, Dick Trickle in 38th, and Kyle Petty in 39th, along with David Green in 40th. Mike Skinner spent time behind the wall with a broken rear end earlier. He's 41st, eight laps down. Ted Musgraves behind the wall with a rocker arm problem we talked about a minute ago. Ward Burton involved in the day's only crash. He is out of the race in 43rd. And here's Bill Elliott back on pit road with more problems. Let's go downstairs. Still a vibration problem on Bill Elliott's McDonald's Ford. He went back out. The vibration didn't get better, and he kept trying to ride it out. He called in and told Wayne Ormey and the crew, must be the right side. Let's bring it down pit road. Change the right side tire. See if that'll make it better. And while that was going on, there was a lead change on the speedway. I believe it happened down in turns one and two in front of Joe Moore. Bobby Labonte drove down to the inside of the track, pinched Jeff Gordon behind a lap car, made a smooth move here off turn number two, and Bobby's back up front. So Labonte and Gordon trading the top spot here with 79 laps to go in the Pepsi 400 at Michigan. 
Today's Pepsi 400 on MRN Radio is sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough by Sears Die Hard. Keep listening for details of the Sears Die Hard Fan of the Year contest by Craftsman. 1,800 hand tools made in America and guaranteed forever. Exclusively at Sears and Sears Hardware Stores. By Remington, makers of the Remington 870, America's pump gun. By Moog Chassis Parts, the only chassis parts officially licensed by NASCAR. By Peerless, the do-it-yourself faucet. By McDonald's, check out the speed and accuracy of NASCAR's official drive through Two-way communication by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. By Bell South Mobility, proud sponsor of the Joe Nemechek Racing Team. Life's calling, why wait? By the Home Depot, the official home improvement warehouse of NASCAR. By Pure Later Oil Filters, Pure Oil Now, Pure Oil Later, Pure Later. By Team Monte Carlo, Chevy, the car's more champions trust. And by Econo Lodge, our rates are low, not our standards. They are running nose to tail for the lead in the Pepsi 400 at Michigan. 127 of 200 laps complete. Bobby Labonte has Jeff Gordon right in his bumper and Joe Moore. Dale Jarrett closing quickly from behind. Jarrett using the fact that there is traffic the leaders are having to deal with to allow him to chase down the front two. It's also benefiting Jeff Burton. He clears himself of traffic and is following the draft of DJ. Meanwhile, Bobby Labonte trying to work over Bobby Hamilton. He's been trying to do it for the last three or four laps. This time finally gets the edge coming into the turn. Bobby Hamilton yields the inside lane. Bobby Labonte goes low, and up high goes Gordon for the lead off four. And they may stack them three deep with Bobby Hamilton being in the middle. They almost did coming out of the corner. Bobby Hamilton driving his tail off, trying to stay on the lead lap as Gordon dives in behind him, gives him a little boost, and that may get Gordon around and get him back into the lead. Gordon's following the draft of Bobby Hamilton. That's on the high side of the racetrack, while Bobby Labonte works the low side all by himself. They fan out three wide up off turn number two. Gordon up alongside gets the advantage, but here comes Labonte. Bonnie back up along beside him. But he has no drafting help, and Gordon is in a draft sandwich down the back straightaway. Here's Bobby Labonte losing the draft now, losing the edge, and losing the lead. Gordon takes it away. Labonte drops back by two car lengths in turn four. 13th lead change of the Pepsi 400 as Gordon squeezes up in front of Bobby Hamilton, gets all the way up into the gray stuff, and behind him a car spins in turn four. Robert Presley slides down across the racetrack right between Joe Nemechek and Bill Elliott. Nobody collects him. So far, Presley has not hit anything on the inside as far as the retaining wall and we see the yellow flag for the third time in the event what a sequence that was as Gordon tried to squeeze up in front of Bobby Hamilton the car wiggled on him he chased it all the way to the wall and then behind him Robert Presley had the car get away from him yeah Robert's car just turned around and hit the outside wall he does finally get it fired here he comes down pit road but it has brought the yellow flag out going to be a big break for a lot of guys that were about to go a lap down didn't really watch at the start finish line to see if Bobby Hamilton was able to stay on the lead lap but I believe he well I'm not sure I think he might have gone a lap down as that was all happening up there in turn number four close call for a lot of drivers running behind Jeff Gordon hangs on to the lead and we are under caution for the third time this afternoon Frankie, I need some good ferret insults. You need a hobby. Hey, how about this? Hey, ferret, your mother's a prairie dog. <laughs> what? It's not funny. Well, what would you say? Something smart, like, hey, ferret, your slapstick humor is less intelligent than my witty, dialogue-driven banter. That's a little deep, isn't it? It's very psychological. Yeah, it's like a mathematical equation. Yeah. Hey, ferret, your mother's a weasel. <laughs> See? You gotta go with your gut. Yeah. Your mother's a wildebeest. <laughs> oh, I'm on a roll now. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 
143 high-performance engines, 774 quarts of oil, 1,032 smoking tires, 5,160 gallons of fuel, all wreaking havoc on one filter. Wix Filters, bring it on. This is Joe Gibbs. We depend on Wix Filters for every race. They're the only filters officially licensed by NASCAR. Wix Filters, for NASCAR and your car. Saturday, September 4th, NASCAR Busch Series Racing from the Darlington Raceway. Live coverage of the Duraloop 200 begins at 12.45 p.m. Eastern on MRN Radio. Under caution for the third time in the Pepsi 400, Robert Presley spinning around and getting into the outside wall in turn number four. Bobby Hamilton did beat leader Jeff Gordon to the caution flag. He stays on the lead lap. The other cars who tried to get past Gordon to the stripe did not, including Steve Park, who has to fall back behind the pace car. Field comes to the opening of Pit Road. We will see service here with 70, make it 69 laps to go, and that's going to put it where they're going to need probably one more stop before the checkered flag. As far as fuel is concerned, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Dale Jarrett, and Jeff Burton followed by Mark Martin would be the order of the top five coming down pit road. Here's Winston Kelly. Jeff Burton's crew going to work on the right side of the car. They're going to tighten it back up, make a little bit of a chassis adjustment there, making a track bar adjustment. Mark Martin wheels by along with Dale Jarrett. He's going to put a round of bite back in the car. You recall they took one out the last time. So they're going to go back in the other direction. A four-tire stop for all of these cars, including Rusty Wallace, the midsection of Pit Road. Jeff Burton down and away behind Dale Jarrett. Now up to Jim Phillips. Jeff Gordon's crew, 15.8 on the stop. He just eases out ahead of Bobby Labonte on this end of the pit lane. Labonte's crew having a great stop also. Also in is Hutt Strickland. Ricky Rudd is in. John Anderson for service. He's got Rick Bass in for service. Mass peels out of his pit right now. All these cars getting four tires and 76 fuel to Marty Snyder. Tony Stewart teams give him another great stop. 16.2 on this stop, running in seventh spot. No adjustments because the car has been very good. Jimmy Spencer also in a little bit tight. They loosened him up a little bit, and Dale Earnhardt continues with a bad pushing problem that gets worse. The longer he runs, he was had also had a fast pit stop for Dale Earnhardt. Now they're all down and away. And the top five as they came off pit road would be Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Burton, and Tony Stewart. Great work for him there. Tony Stewart went down pit road in uh, 13th position. I believe it was. Uh, No, check that. He was a little bit farther up than that, but has come off in fifth spot, so the crew gaining him at least five positions on pit road. 69 laps to go. Take a break. Come back for the restart in a moment. For the Michigan Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Back at Michigan, working cleanup from the third caution of the race, Robert Presley into the outside wall in turn number four, bringing out the yellow, bringing all the leaders to pit road, and Jeff Gordon's team managed to hang on to the top spot off of the pit lane. Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Burton, and Tony Stewart, the top five. Tip the cap to the teams of Chad Little and Dale Earnhardt, who get their cars out in sixth and seventh spots, followed by John Andretti, Mark Martin, and Jimmy Spencer. They would be the top ten. The rest of the lead lap, you've got Rusty Wallace in 11th, Rick Mast in 12th, Sterling Marlin in 13th, Michael Waltrip in 14th, and Ricky Rudd in 15th, Kenny Irwin, Hot Strickland, Elliot Sadler, Matt Kenseth, and Bobby Hamilton in 20th spot. Last on the lead lap. Uh, so after the uh, things cycle around, that'll be the way we get set to go back racing here when they line them up uh, in one more lap. Been a tough day for several drivers here just looking on the scoring monitor. Kyle Petty's uh, 
kind of been out to lunch, so to speak, today. They've had more than their share of problems. Kenny Schrader's been kind of hot and cold. Kenny's had a tough day. So has Terry Labonte. Mike Skinner, we documented his problems. And Earnhardt Jr. on the other side of the coin. Been a great day for Chad Little, Jimmy Spencer, Hutt Strickland, Sterling Marlin, and Kenny Irwin having some good runs. Let's go to the pits real quick. I believe Robert Presley is back in the garage. Let's see if we can get a word with him. Uh, Robert Presley in the garage. The damage not too bad for Robert, uh, but what happened out there, Robert? We just, uh, the groove has moved up so high on this racetrack. We're up there just flirting with that wall and got up there in them loose stuff, you know, trying to just keep the leaders in sight. We, I tell you, we had a good race car, this Jasper Engine Federal Mogul, good-to-go car. Run good, but I never thought the groove would move as high as it did, and Got up there in them marbles, and uh, it just come around. And the damage, as we said, not too bad. They should be able to get Robert back out before too long. And Robert's another one of those drivers that seems to just have a black cloud following him around from time to time, as he is one of those that has a lot of problems also. Take a quick reset of the race here as we get set to go back at it. 13 lead changers among eight different drivers. Those out in front were Ward Burton for lap one, Mike Skinner, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart, Robert Presley, and Wally Dallenbach all have led laps today. Only one car retired from the event. That's Ward Burton after a crash while racing with Bobby Labonte for second spot at lap 53. Ward is okay, but done for the day. Two other cautions, one at lap 47 for Debris, one for Robert Presley's crash at lap 129. And that is the basic story of the event. A lot of green flag racing. And uh, Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, and Dale Jarrett basically spending most of the time out front throughout the afternoon. Our mid-race update brought to you by Chase Authentics. Each week, the top drivers in the NASCAR, Craftsman, Truck, Bush, and Winston Cup Series compete on the track to provide the best entertainment in motorsports. Off the track, the competition ends, and NASCAR's leading drivers agree to supply their fans with the best apparel in racing. Chase Authentics, the authentic trackside apparel of NASCAR. Hey, we're about to go back to green as they come out of turn number four. Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Burton, and Tony Stewart in that outside line. That's your top five. Steve Park will be the first car down to the inside, a lap down as they get down to business and turn one under green. Jeff Gordon up alongside Steve Park. They're racing side by side, coming into the corner, but Gordon now gets the advantage as he enters turn number two. Bobby Labonte also on the high side of the racetrack, but Dale Jarrett's already switched lanes. He's down low, challenging Labonte for second. Breaks out of line, moves to the inside of Bobby Labonte. They'll race side by side down the back straightaway. Now he gets by Labonte, challenging Jeff Gordon for the lead now. Steve Park struggles to stay on the lead lap. He digs in at the bottom now. Here comes DJ all the way down at the stripe. Jeff Gordon had to check up when Steve Park slid up racing underneath him and Jarrett comes right through down the bottom and grabs the lead. Now Gordon still trying to clear Steve Park who's up to his inside. He's got Bobby Labonte and Tony Stewart right at his back bumper to one. Park right in the middle of the mix up here with Jeff Gordon climbing the banking. He'll finally clear the park car. Now it is Bobby Labonte to the high side of the banking. He's got traffic to his inside. Tony Stewart, Jeffrey Bodine both down on the low side. Side by side for the fourth position as Tony Stewart digs in in the inside of the racetrack. Bobby Labonte now relegated back to fifth. Up front, the front two begin to break away. Here's Dale Jarrett pulling the field into turn number three. Gordon looks high as they head to four. Jeff Gordon can't do anything this time as they work their way into turns three and four. They just tuck in single file. Back in the straightaway with Dale Jarrett leading by a couple of car lengths. A little further back, some lap traffic back there, kind of holding up Tony Stewart as he's trying to work his way around. Bobby Labonte's kind of boxed in also as he tries to chase down the leaders in turn one. Bobby's having to deal with the same lapped car that Gordon had to deal with earlier. That is Steve Park. Now Park goes wide up in the corner as Jeff Burton dives underneath him. Here comes Dale Earnhardt. He'll drop to the inside of the track and blow by both of them. Jeff Gordon gets a bite coming off turn number two. Dale Jarrett slips to the outside 
inside, and Gordon grabs the lead coming off the corner. Jarrett now relegated back to second as Gordon speeds away in turn four. Gordon storming back out in front now in clean air behind them. Tony Stewart has taken third spot from Bobby Labonte, but here comes Bobby now looking low on Stewart off four. Now falls in line behind him. They need to try and draft around the outside of the lap car of Wally Dallenbach. Working the inside lane of the track is Wally Dallenbach as they enter turn number one, so everyone forced to go wide. Tony Stewart doing a great job. He's right up on the rear deck of Dale Jarrett. Bobby Labonte trying to find which groove's going to be the best for him as they exit turn two. Trying to work his way by Stewart's Pontiac, but can't get it done. Wally Dallenbach occupies the inside lane. No room for Bobby Labonte to make the move, so the front four now swing up to the top of the banking single file. Now, here's the battle for second. Tony Stewart goes down to the inside of Jarrett. He's making that inside groove work. Drove the car down to the bottom. As they come out of the corner, it's going to kick up a little bit, but he gets him up alongside. Dale Jarrett, has he got enough muscle to get around him before they get down to turn number one? If he gets a little help from Bobby Labonte, and he does, a little drafting help might do the trick in turn one. Working the inside lane, the two Pontiacs against the one Ford on the high side. Tony Stewart in second, Bobby Labonte in third. They've got the advantage over DJ. He tries to rally back, but can't do it. He'll fall in line in fourth. Close quarters as they come off the corner. Bobby Labonte trying to slip to the outside, almost contacting DJ as they exit the turn, but he'll get the third spot. Dale Jarrett back in fourth, and now here comes Jeff Burton and Dale Earnhardt down to the bottom of the racetrack. Bobby Labonte and Dale Jarrett in a very tight squeeze off turn two. Both had to check up on the throttle. They're being stormed off of turn four. The lap car of Wally Dallin back around them. Here comes Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Burton, both around Jarrett and Labonte. Now Earnhardt to the inside of Burton, racing for third spot to turn one. Making it three wide, a daring move from Dale Earnhardt. He gets by both those cars. Meanwhile, Tony Stewart starts to close in on Jeff Gordon. This is up front. This is for the lead. Dale Jarrett also trying to take away the third position. Here other cars fan out three, four wide coming off the second corner. The leaders storm down the back straightaway and begin to pull away. Jeff Gordon feeling the pressure. Tony Stewart is there. Going to have caution on the speedway. There's a piece of metal has just come off of one of the race cars up in the corner. Yellow flag will greet the field as they come to the start-finish line. Here they come. It'll be Gordon hanging on a lead over Stewart piece of metal has popped off one of the race cars. It is right on the edge of the high racing groove out in one of the corners. I believe the report was in turn four, but I'm not positive about that. The end result, though, is it is it uh, brings out the caution flag for the fourth time in the race with 60 laps to go in the Pepsi 400. Back at the Michigan Speedway, the field has been given the one-to-go signal. We'll get the green next time by. A couple of more splashes of fuel topping off the tank here on this last lap of the caution flag. Lead lap cars who did so were the cars of Michael Waltrip and About Matt it. Kenseth. Yeah, Kenseth yeah. Uh, those cars on the lead lap topped off the fuel here. So, 58 laps on a tank of fuel in Michigan if we don't see the caution flag again. Well, as we said, there's always the gambler in the group somewhere, so uh, somebody will probably do it. Then again, a caution will probably come out, and all of that will go out the window, but we'll just kind of wait and see. At least some of the guys are poised to maybe take a shot at taking a long gamble and making it work. We'll find out. Field will go back to green this time around. Jeff Gordon leads. Tony Stewart is second. Dale Earnhardt is third. Dale Jarrett is fourth. Jeff Burton is fifth. Bobby Labonte is sixth. Chad Little, seventh. Jimmy Spencer's eighth. John Andretti will restart ninth. And Mark Martin, tenth. That move Dale Jarrett put on up there moment ago in three and four was worth the day here i'll tell you what uh, great run for uh, jared all day and earnhardt boy uh, where did he come from he hasn't been in the top five yet today but all of a sudden from 38 starting spot he's in third position and there is a sniff of the checkers in the air might this be the day for the good wrench team to go to victory lane 
Green flag in the air. We're back at it here with 57 laps to go. Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, and Jeff Burton, the top five. Bobby Labonte shuffled all the way back to sixth and lap traffic to the inside of the leaders in one. Jeffrey Bodine, the first of those lap cars down on the inside lane. Front three easily get by him. Here's Stewart looking for the lead. He dives underneath Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt thinks he's making it three wide, but he'll let those two divide it out among themselves. Earnhardt now goes for second as Stewart takes the lead coming off the second corner. Side by side for second. Earnhardt goes to the inside of the racetrack. He'll grab the position. Gordon is relegated to third. Now here comes Dale Jarrett. He'll challenge Jeff Gordon in turn four. And again, Dale Jarrett gets almost down on the apron of the racetrack to make a move. He's got him three deep coming out of the corner. He'll be chasing Jeff Gordon, hopefully down the front straightaway. Jeffrey Bodine is the car to the outside of him. As they go back into the corner, it's a real scramble at the front of the field. Jeff Gordon goes after Dale Earnhardt. Now coming into the turn. This is the race for second. Some five car lengths behind Tony Stewart. Earnhardt works the inside lane, pulls up on Tony Stewart. Now he leaves Jeff Gordon by five car lengths. Earnhardt is strong coming off the second corner. Tony Stewart drives it down the middle of the racetrack, tries to break the draft on Earnhardt as they race into turn number three. Here's Dale Earnhardt looking to the inside of the racetrack. Nothing doing there. He'll follow his tire tracks coming off the fourth corner. Sensational rookie Tony Stewart leading late here in the Pepsi 400 in Michigan. Started back in 37th position. Nobody's ever won a race here from farther back than 24th starting spot. Double wide for third spot. Dale Jarrett underneath. Jeff Gordon headed for one. DJ's got the good line coming into the corner. Drives it in deep. Flashes by to pick off the third position. Gordon falls back in line in fourth. Next car would be Jeff Burton and Bobby Labonte. Matter of fact, those two cars are racing side by side for the fifth spot on the back straightaway. Double wide as they come off the second corner. Bobby Labonte eases back in line just in front of Jeff Burton. A tight squeeze there down the back shoot as they race into the corner. Meanwhile, Earnhardt chases the leader off turn four. And while all that's going on in the front of the field, the leaders are in the back of the field, I should say, are just behind the leaders. They're beginning to pull away a little bit. Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt have opened up a little daylight now on Dale Jarrett and Jeff Gordon. They sweep back into turn one. Stewart has about three car lengths on Dale Earnhardt. It's about seven, maybe eight car lengths back to the third place battle, which shapes up once again. Here's Gordon climbing the banking in turn number two. Tries to take a shot at Dale Jarrett, but Jarrett is strong. Holds him off once again. Single file to three. Chad Little breaks out of the draft now, trying to make a move down low. A bold move coming off the second corner. He'll go side by side for position. Meanwhile, up front, here's a battle for the lead. Earnhardt goes low inside Stewart. Dives underneath. Tony Stewart pulls up in front of him in four. Dale Earnhardt goes to the lead late in the race in Michigan. Earnhardt out in front. Besides the race he won at Talladega earlier this year, he's only led 24 laps all season long. But he's out in front now with 53 to go. Going to turn one. Earnhardt pulls away from Tony Stewart by four car lengths. Stewart works the inside lane. Earnhardt goes wide. Meanwhile, back for third, Gordon and Dale Jarrett are side by side. Those two rumble coming off the second corner. Gordon to the inside. Jarrett to the outside. Still side by side. Dead even as they race into turn number three. Gordon digs in at the bottom. DJ swings up at the top. He holds on to third, but here comes Gordon again in turn four. We've got some dandy racing here at Michigan this afternoon, not only for the lead, but also all the way back through the field. For the moment, it will be Earnhardt. Oh, trouble off turn four. Kevin LePage spins. Here comes the field. Dick Trickle into the outside wall. Ricky Rudd is hit. He spins to the trioval grass. About a dozen cars go flying down pit road to avoid the melee. So far, everybody's okay there. And we see the yellow flag here for the fourth, uh, make that the fifth time in the race. Kevin LePage got turned around off turn number four, setting off a chain reaction that found Ricky Rudd spinning to the tri-oval, and Dick Trickle getting nosed into the outside wall. 
Fortunately, everybody else got through without any further contact. Caution is on the speedway. It will be the fifth one this afternoon coming out at lap 148. Talked about some great driving and really heads up almost just second nature type driving to stay out of that wreck. A lot of cars dive down pit road. Matt Kenseth was one of those. David Green was another. Kyle Petty and I believe Michael Waltrip and Mike Skinner also took advantage of pit road to get out of that accident up there in turn four. It has put us under yellow and will likely send everybody to pit road. We are at lap 149. Back at the Michigan Speedway, under caution here, number of twists and turns of plot and strategy in the late going in this Pepsi 400. Michael Waltrip takes over the lead for the first time in the race. He was one of the guys who stopped and topped off the fuel tank under the last caution flag a couple of times, and he stays out this time. Elliot Sadler, Jimmy Spencer, Mark Martin, Jeff Burton, John Andretti, Matt Kenseth, and Rick Mast, all coming out in front of then-leader Dale Earnhardt. We believe that Sadler got fuel only, and everybody else got two tires in that group. In fact, we're going to go down to pit road now and just double-check all of that information. First, here's Jim Phillips. And let's see, uh, Matt Kenseth, uh, you talked about him, Alan. He got only gasoline. Uh, Rick Mast, he got uh, two tires and fuel. And also John Andretti with two tires and fuel. Weston Kelly. The midsection of pit road, the two guys that got two tires only, the Roush crews, that of Jeff Burton and Mark Martin. With Bobby Kennedy, the crew chief for Michael Waltrip. Bobby, you elected to stay out there. Fuel, can you make it? Yeah, we should be pretty close. We come in and topped off on lap 142, and these caution laps here should be enough where we can make it to the end. So Bobby Kennedy confident that they can go all the way. Now down to Marty Snyder. And it was two tires for Jimmy Spencer, who's been running well all afternoon, and we said two tires earlier for Elliott Sadler. Actually, fuel only for Elliott Sadler, so that's how he was able to get out in front of the lead cars. Big gamble right now for Michael Waltrip <laughs> that could pay off for him here, or it could bite him. We'll see. They're going to mix it up here in just a minute. Rusty Wallace comes down pit road here on the last lap of caution as we get the one-to-go signal, and looks like some work being done on the left front corner of his machine. He just barely missed getting collected in that wreck just a minute ago involving Dick Trickle, Kevin LePage, and Ernie Irvin. Let's go to pit road. Yeah, they are doing a little bit of work to the left front of the car, but we'll recall from the earlier Michigan race that they had trouble going the entire 50 laps. He normally had to come down after 48 laps, so they jacked a car up on the left side here on lap 152 and dumped in all the fuel they can in hopes that Rusty Wallace can make it all the way. And Dick Trickle's car will be out of the event, has gone back to the garage area. We'll try to get a a word on Dick's condition. I'm sure he's okay uh, after that crash up there and getting into the outside wall just a few minutes ago. He drove the car into the garage area, and Marty Snyder has gone back there to try and get a report uh, from Dick for us. But he is behind the wall along with the Robert Presley machine. Ricky Rudd has continued on the racetrack, though smoke is trailing from behind his car, and NASCAR wants him to come back to pit road for another look-see at that. And uh, let's see, the only other car out of the race at this point is Ward Burton. Ted Musgrave has come back onto the speedway, though he is 53 laps down to the race leader and back in 42nd spot. So we're going to go back at it here with 47 laps to go. Michael Waltrip now leads. Elliot Sadler is second. Jimmy Spencer third. Mark Martin fourth. And Jeff Burton fifth. John Andretti is sixth. Matt Kenseth seventh. Rick Mast eighth. Then Dale Earnhardt, ninth, and Jeff Gordon, 10th. You've got Hutch Strickland, 11th, Dale Jarrett, 12th, Bobby Labonte, 13th, Sterling Marlin, 14th, and Tony Stewart is 15th. 
Green flag goes in the air, and they're about to settle the Pepsi 400 here at Michigan if we can keep it green for another 47 laps. On the break, they get three deep. Some of those lap cars trying to get a lap back down in turn one on the leader, Michael Waltrip. Bill Elliott goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack along with Jeremy Mayfield, Joe Nemechek. They all squeeze down low. Mark Martin goes by. Michael Waltrip went too high in the corner, lost a bunch of spots here in turn one. Elliott Sadler will take the lead off turn number two. Four wide racing as everybody dices up. Lead lap cars, lap cars, everybody scrambling for position as they race down the back straightaway. Coming into the corner, Elliott Sadler pulls them into turn four. Elliott Sadler out in front of an NASCAR Winston Cup race in his first season as Michael Waltrip is continuing to be overtaken by about everybody on the lead lap to the stripe now make that uh, not Sadler Mark Martin is the leader he is by Sadler and Martin will be out in front now 46 laps to go Martin as far back as 36th after a penalty earlier in the race Martin goes to work on some of the lap traffic down to the inside of Joe Nemechek he goes while Elliott Sadler won second Jimmy Spencer behind him in third then comes Dale Earnhardt working the outside lane on the backstretch Mark Martin having thoughts about getting by some of the lap traffic Joe Nemechek one of those cars but drops back in the draft Elliott Sadler chasing him into the corner here's Martin leading him down to the bottom of the racetrack. Sadler looks high. Nothing there in turn four. Mark's got it dialed in right now. Puts the car in the wind as they work their way out of the corner and back into the straightaway, trying to hold off some cars behind him. He finally gets around some of that lap traffic that was holding you up. Elliott Sadler, only a couple of car lengths back. We said Jimmy Spencer hadn't made a lot of noise in the last couple of weeks. He's making a little bit now. He's up there in third. Riding along in the third spot, trying to hold off Jeff Burton to his inside and going to work on Dale Earnhardt and Elliott Sadler. That's a three-wide battle. Earnhardt, Sadler, and Spencer on the backstretch. Three abreast as they come off the second corner. That's the way they race down the back straightaway, heading into turn number three. Earnhardt has the inside advantage. He will blow by Spencer. Now goes to work on Sadler in turn four. Earnhardt moving up to second position now. He was the first of the guys to take four tires on that pit stop, and he is now just a couple of car lengths of empty racetrack from Mark Martin's bumper. Across the stripe, 44 laps to go in the event. Martin, Earnhardt, Sadler, and Spencer back to turn one. Mark needs to get by the lap traffic just to ahead because he sees Dale Earnhardt pouring on the steam. Earnhardt closes in even more as Martin rolls down to the bottom of the track. Got to get by Joe Nemechek first, and he's having a hard time doing that. Jeff Burton on the move as well. Dives down to the inside of the racetrack. Picks up a spot there, but the battle for the lead is on. Here comes Earnhardt. Martin leads him into the corner. Earnhardt, one half a car length behind. He'll look to the top of the banking in turn four. Tell you what, Earnhardt's driving the wheels off that thing too here this afternoon. He would certainly like to roll into victory lane here at Michigan. Here comes all the field out of turn four. Back to the start-finish line as they work their way back into the corner. Mark Martin continues to lead. Earnhardt has moved up into the number two position. Let's go down to the garage. And Dick Trickle sits behind the, the wall back here in the garage and uh, talking to crew chief Ryan Pemberton right now. We'll see if uh, Ryan just walked in. Dick, what? Okay. Up to the outside in turn one goes Dale Earnhardt for the race lead. He takes it from Mark Martin down the backstretch. Now he'll draft along with Joe Nemechek, try to open up his advantage coming into turn number three. Martin drops back by four car lengths now as Earnhardt streaks into turn four. Earnhardt, as we said, just driving that car just as absolute hard as he can here this afternoon. He's been muscling it around the speedway all afternoon. The laps are winding down. 42 to go as they cross the line and head back into turn number one. Earnhardt now trying to get around some of that lap traffic. Joe Nemechek is the first one in turn one. Dale has a little better success dealing with Joe Nemechek than Mark Martin did. He pulls down to the inside, gets the nose of his Chevy out in front of Nemechek, and here off turn number two, finally gets the momentum going, starts to move on by some of the traffic. Still working on the lap traffic coming off the corner, 
but no drafting help for Dale Earnhardt down the back straightaway. As a matter of fact, he has to drop in line behind Joe Nemechek coming into the corner. That's good news for Mark Martin, but now Martin feels pressure. Spencer is there up high. Jimmy Spencer with a fabulous run all afternoon of the team Winston Ford in third position now, trying to get around Martin for second, see if he can run down Earnhardt for the lead. But he does have Gordon right behind him, then Jeff Burton, and now Bobby Labonte, who gets around the Dale Earnhardt Jr. car and is up to sixth. Finally, Earnhardt Sr. clears Joe Nemechek, so a little more distance between himself and Mark Martin. Martin drives down to the bottom lane of the racetrack. Now he's going to once again have to deal with Nemechek off turn two. Working on Joe Nemechek, coming off the second corner, down the back straightaway. Here's Dale Earnhardt breaking out of the draft, down to the inside of Jeremy Mayfield, trying to get put him one lap down and does as he races into the corner. So Earnhardt opens up his margin, making about five car lengths as he races to four. Dale Earnhardt is the leader. Mark Martin is second. Jimmy Spencer hangs on to third. Jeff Gordon's right in that mix also. He currently is fourth. It's Jeff Burton fifth. Bobby Labonte is sixth. All very much a player in who might win here this afternoon in the Pepsi 400. Back to one. Mark Martin dives down to the inside of the racetrack. Finally gets a nose out in front of Joe Nemechek. Behind him, the battling furious is Jimmy Spencer's trying to hold off Jeff Gordon. Here's Gordon dropping to the inside of the racetrack. Jeff Burton behind as well, looking for a lane to open up. Side by side, Gordon was about to pick up some drafting help, but just that quickly, Bobby Labonte dropped back in line, so no one out there for Gordon. Now he does pick up some help. Bobby Labonte dives down low. Four cars, double wide, racing for position in turn four. It'd be the third spot they're racing for. Jeff Gordon gets the good run through the corner. He'll get the spot. Jimmy Spencer, we talked about the back end wiggle in when somebody's right up under the bumper. Spencer had to check. Oh, trouble in the front stretch. Tony Stewart and Jeff Burton collide, racing for a spot. Burton into the outside wall. Spins down to turn one after he and Stewart bounced off each other, racing for position. Caution is on the speedway, and Jeff Burton is into the fence in the corner. Tony might have tried just a little bit too hard that time, Alan. When he came out of turn number four, he went to the apron of the racetrack along with a couple of other cars, then come back up into the speedway. Nothing intentional, just good, hard racing, but he clipped. Jeff Burton that has sent him into the wall. Everybody else will get through in about two-thirds of the field. Did a good piece of driving to keep from getting a piece of that. We see Jeff getting away now, heading over to you, Joe Moore, and he's got a lot of damage to the car. Flattened the back end of the car where he just backed into the outside retaining wall in turn number one. He immediately fired the car and now limps his way around the racetrack. The roof flaps are up and the whole back end damaged severely with the sheet metal rubbing on the left side tires. Jeff Burton is on his way back to the pits, possibly the garage. That all started off of turn number four when uh, Jimmy Spencer got kind of, we, we started to describe how he had somebody right up under the back deck and it sent his car up the racetrack and he had to kind of ease out of the throttle and it sent a whole stampede down to his inside off the corner. Jeff Burton cut the wheel left and went down and Stewart had a run on all of them and cut the wheel even farther left and went all the way onto the apron, onto the flat part of the racetrack. When he came back up on the banking, he wasn't quite clear of Jeff Burton, it looked like, and they made contact there. Burton, as Ken Schrader likes to say, chased it and then got behind on his steering about a half a turn. Just couldn't save it as the car started to wiggle on him and ended up into the outside wall with the left rear and then right rear corners of the machine down in turn one with some pretty significant contact there. Here he comes back around to pit road and the uh, trunk of the Exide machine shortened up pretty good. But that all started with a little jam up in traffic off of turn number four when the field was all bunched so tightly together. It has sent him to pit road. Let's get a report there and see if they're going to be able to continue. And the rear of this Ford is mashed back in about halfway. It's about half the length that it was when we started the race. Got a little bit of the sheet metal hanging down. One of the track bars also hanging down. So they're trying to pull the sheet metal away and change the four tires and hopefully not get a lap down. The pace car now coming 
by Pitt Road. Doesn't look like they're going to make it. Now, he's down and away. He might just make it without losing a lap, and they're going to come back around and do some more work to the sheet metal on the car. Now, I believe he's going to go a lap down. I don't, don't believe he's going to beat the pace car out. We're kind of watching to see if he does and very likely will not. So Jeff Burton will go a lap down. Had a really good run going here this afternoon. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. A few pit stops down in front of Jim Phillips. we got Mike Skinner in. we got Hunt Strickland in. Chad Little's in. Mike Skinner getting tired. So is Hunt Strickland, who's been uh, had quite a run going today. Ricky Rudd has been sitting on the pit lane for quite a while now. They were really paying an oil line, an oil leak on his Ford. Also, the left front fender bracing was uh, torn away in that earlier crash. So that's the story on this end. All that scrambling uh, with the accident happening here just a moment ago. Nothing changed at the front of the field. Earnhardt is still the leader. Mark Martin second. Jeff Gordon third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. And Jimmy Spencer is fifth. Back at Michigan, we are getting the one-to-go signal now. We'll go back racing next time by. Marty Snyder has been in the garage and waiting patiently to get a word with Dick Trickle for us while all that good racing and then the incident was going on on the racetrack. Marty? And uh, Dick Sig in the car right now, and the car is pretty much ready to go. They have worked very hard to get him back out with time winding down, so uh, we're going to let Dick put his helmet on right now, and uh, he's going to be back out on the racetrack in just a few moments. And they're forming up for a double-file restart. The indication we will go back to green here when they come back off turn number four next time around. I don't know if I can stand 35 laps of what we're about to see or not. <laughs> it's been pretty wild, hasn't it? been a heck of a race here this afternoon. In contrast to what we saw in June, man, this is a, a barn burner. I'll tell you that. It's a dandy. 20 lead changes among 11 different drivers so far today. Guys who've spent time out in front include Ward Burton, Mike Skinner, Dale Jarrett, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart, Robert Presley, and Wally Dallenbeck led a lap on an exchange of pit stops. Dale Earnhardt, Michael Waltrip, Mark Martin. All of those guys have spent time in the lead throughout the race today. And now with 35 laps to go, everybody's set to go to the finish on fuel. 18 cars are on the lead lap. And... Uh, with the lap traffic lined up inside of them as determined as some of those cars have been to get back on the lead lap here at some of these restarts, this could get pretty interesting again when we wave the green flag. Now we talked a minute ago about how hard it was for Earnhardt and a couple of other guys to get around Joe Nemechek. He is the second car a lap down, down to that inside in there. Jeremy Mayfield is the first lap car down up alongside the leader, Dale Earnhardt. Pace car brings them up into turn number four. The fans want to see a good finish in this one. They've seen a great race all day long. I wouldn't pick anybody to win this thing right now. There's just too many guys, as you said, 18 on the lead lap, and the way things have sorted out here could be anybody going to victory lane. Here they come, looking for the green flag. Now to the line, Earnhardt in that outside line. Right behind him rides Mark Martin and Jeff Gordon and Bobby Labonte and Jimmy Spencer as they shuffle off to turn number one. Dale Earnhardt leads the way now, coming back into the corner. Jeremy Mayfield's lap car settles in between he and second place Mark Martin. Further back, Jeff Gordon, who rides along in third, has to clear some lap traffic. Contact further back in the field as Bill Elliott gets into Ken Schrader momentarily. Everyone cleanly, though, off turn two. There's a five-wide gaggle coming off turn number two. Everybody scrambling for position down the back straightaway. Kenny Wallace takes it almost all the way to the grass there. Meanwhile, Earnhardt pulls him into turn number four. Mark Martin rides second. Gordon is third. I can't believe they made it through turn three. They were, no exaggeration on Fred's part, five wide down the back straightaway, back in the pack. Earnhardt with a lap car of Mayfield between himself and second place. Mark Martin leads the field to one. Jeff Gordon has broken free of lap traffic. He rides in third, so now he's allowed to close in on Mark Martin. And he does here in turn number two. Gordon looks for the high side of the track for a chance to take a shot at Martin. 
Can't do it. He'll follow him off turn two. The lap car of Jeremy Mayfield in that mix as well. Mayfield trying to get one lap back as he races down the back straightaway, but nothing doing there. Earnhardt pulls him into the corner. Now Gordon goes to work on second. Martin digs in low. Gordon swings up high. Jeff Gordon just made a good move. Goes around Mark Martin on the high side and squeezes up there into the number two spot. Now can he chase down Dale Earnhardt? I got a feeling Dale Earnhardt's not going to give up a win here this afternoon. If there's any way to get that car to victory lane, he is driving about as tough as we've seen him in a long time. They're back in turn two. Earnhardt steamrolls back into turn number two now. Again, the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield sits just behind him. Then a new second place man, Jeff Gordon. So Gordon has to clear the traffic before he has a chance to deal with Earnhardt. He's trying to do that as they head to three. Now Jimmy Spencer also comes in the mix as well. Tony Stewart dives down to his bottom as they race into the corner. Dale Jarrett right behind. They'll go side by side in the turn as Joe Nemechek is forced way up high on the banking. DJ wants to make it four wide in turn four. Tony Stewart was the one underneath Jimmy Spencer and Joe Nemechek, and both of them had to check up. Stewart and Jarrett did to keep from running into traffic as it came off the corner. Jeff Burton has just come back onto the racetrack. He is back in the event, though several laps down, and the challenge is on for second and one. Here they come back into the corner. It is Bobby Labonte now climbing the banking as Jeff Gordon finally clears the Jeremy Mayfield car. Now Mayfield in between Gordon and Bobby Labonte. Gordon sets his sights on Earnhardt now, but Earnhardt with a three-car length advantage has breathing room, but only for the moment. Here comes Gordon driving deep into the corner. He'll chop a car length off that. Here comes Bobby Labonte in third in turn four. And a little further back, Jimmy Spencer, Tony Stewart, Dale Jarrett all want to get up there and get in the mix and have a shot to win this thing this afternoon. They've been driving the wheels off those machines for the last five laps trying to get around at the back of the field. They're also stacking them three and four wide coming through the corner. But the heat is on for the lead in turn two. Jeff Gordon has caught Dale Earnhardt. Let's see what he can do, if anything, with the Intimidator. In turn number two, Gordon goes wide. Earnhardt gets on the gas quickly, gets a good run off turn two, pulls away by three car lengths. Bobby Labonte, meanwhile, reels in Jeff Gordon down the back straightaway and Dale Earnhardt as well. The front three now tucked together, a car length apart as they race into the third corner. They'll go single file into four. Bobby Labonte has come from a long way back to track down these front two. He has the fastest car on the speedway for the moment. Labonte a car length behind Gordon, who's a car length behind Earnhardt. Nose to tail now. The front three for the race lead. 29 laps to go. Marching into the corner. Here's Gordon now, sneaking right up on the rear deck of Dale Earnhardt. That's where he seems to make up his ground. Gordon goes to the high side of the track. He'll try to challenge on the outside lane. Earnhardt gets off quicker once again and Gordon again is forced to fall in line Earnhardt puts on the block in a big way as Gordon tried to sneak to the outside Earnhardt swung out to the bottom to the outside of the racetrack and shut down the lane now Gordon again looks high as he races into turn four Jeff Gordon has made a move a couple of times to get himself back in the lead going around on the outside he drives right out to the wall Earnhardt says well if you go around me on the outside you're going to hit the wall because that's how much I'm going to use up the racetrack holds him off here in the front straight away they go back to one Jeff Gordon following the tire tracks for now, at least as they enter turn number one. Dale Earnhardt takes it low. Gordon low for now, but as they come into turn number two, again, Jeff takes the high lane. Looks to the outside of Earnhardt. Can't make a move, and he's got to be careful. Bobby Labonte is right behind him. Looming back in third is Labonte as they race down the back straightaway. Gordon tightens up the lead battle again. Here comes Earnhardt into the corner, drives it right down the middle of the racetrack, snaps it down to the bottom. Gordon looks high once again as they race to the fourth turn. Gordon trying to get up to Earnhardt's outside off the corner. Earnhardt using up all the racetrack off the turn and shuts Gordon's line down. Start finish line. Nose to tail for the lead. Remember Earnhardt said the farther he ran the tighter his car has gotten. Gordon right on his back deck now into one. On the bumper coming into the corner. This time Dale goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Right down to the yellow line. Comes back up in the middle of the track. 
pulls Gordon by two car lengths. Who pulls Bobby Labonte by two car lengths on the backstretch? Earnhardt gets a good bike coming off turn number two, but Gordon does as well. Tightens it up again as they race down into turn number three. Here's Earnhardt again, driving it right into the middle of the racetrack. Now he shuts it down to the bottom lane. Here's Bobby Labonte also making a challenge there. Gordon can do nothing with Earnhardt in four. Front three have a little bit of a breakaway on the rest of the field. Tony Stewart has just taken fourth position, trying to close in on the leaders. There are 26 laps to go here at Michigan. Hi, we're here today with Mike Powers. Howdy. Who will, while blindfolded, guess the source of a variety of sounds. I'd say that's the car of Dale Earnhardt, racing's most popular driver. Correct. And that is Ted Musgrave's new ride, the Remington 75 car. Right again. Hmm, sounds like a Remington 870. Amazing. Well, sure is. The 870 is America's best-selling shotgun and the choice of Earnhardt and Musgrave. And that, Mike? Well, that sounds a little like dinner. Remington, proud sponsor of Remington Racing. Are you a diehard race fan? Then you could win a trip to the Daytona 500 in 2000. To enter, listen on race day for the diehard question of the week. Then mail your answer on a 3x5 card with your name, address, and phone number to Diehard Fan, Box 9068, Bridgeport, New Jersey, 08014. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older. New drawings each week. Okay, diehard fans, here's this week's question. Who has the most wins in the history of the NASCAR Bush Series? This week's entry must be received by September 1st. Jeff Gordon has gotten to the outside of Dale Earnhardt, door-to-door for the lead in three. Earnhardt dives down to the bottom. Gordon goes up high. It's still dead even in turn four. Just a moment ago, Gordon got the lead coming off turn number four, right out against the wall. Earnhardt gave him just a little running room. Then Dale put a move on him going off turn number two to grab the lead back. Now, while they were doing that, Bobby Labonte has got a good seat on things down in turn number one. He's only a car length off first and second. Yep, Bobby's saying three can play at this game. He's going to be a part of it as well. Right up on the rear deck of Jeff Gordon as Gordon again sneaks up on Dale Earnhardt. Jeff looks down low for a chance to squeeze down there. Can't do it. It's single file going to three. Earnhardt pulls him off the corner. They stay single file down the back straightaway. Here's Earnhardt now driving hard into turn number three. Gordon files his tires racks. Looks to the inside this time. Earnhardt takes it up to the top of the banking. Earnhardt going to move high and block Gordon's outside lane. Here comes Bobby Labonte down low on Gordon for second. Labonte goes to the inside. Gordon now going to try and go between the two of them. Just about three wide for the lead. Earnhardt at the stripe. Labonte down low. Now Gordon falls back in line behind Earnhardt. Down to the inside of the racetrack is where Bobby Labonte sits. Tried to make a challenge there for the second spot. Couldn't quite make it stick. But now Gordon goes wide. Labonte on the attack again. This the race for second on the backstretch. Bobby Labonte digs in a big way coming off the second corner. No drafting help, but he goes side by side with Gordon down the back straightaway racing into turn number three give the edge to Labonte but Gordon is strong up high still side by side for second Jeff Gordon's strong suit has been on the outside all day long that's where he is with Bobby Labonte right now still trying to hang on to second place Earnhardt has pulled away by just about two car lengths on the second and third place cars now Jeff Gordon settles in in second position Bobby Labonte tucks back in third and they take a breather for just a moment with 22 laps to go from the Michigan Speedway this is MR in radio. Back at Michigan, Jeff Gordon and Bobby Labonte have closed to Dale Earnhardt's back bumper again. For the race lead, three cars, 20 laps to go. They're in turn one. Bumper to bumper to bumper is the way they charge back to turn one. They look back. There's another bumper coming. Tony Stewart now back and forth, starting to close in on the front trio. No change up front. Earnhardt leads the way to three. Stewart continues to climb the ladder, only about a half a second behind now as they storm down the back straightaway. Dale Jarrett back in the fifth position, trying to get up there as well. Meanwhile, here's Gordon again. 
going up to the top of the banking, trying to make the move on Earnhardt. They'll get side-by-side in four. Man, he went almost into the wall that time. Jeff Gordon did to free that car up to get a run on Dale Earnhardt. He's got a fender alongside on the outside, dead heat at the line. Actually, it would have been Jeff Gordon by a foot. He's got the lead. Bobby Labonte is under Earnhardt, trying to take away second in turn one. Earnhardt on the challenge once again, though. He dives to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Gordon pulls even in the outside lane. Bobby Labonte nailed down low. For a moment, it looked like a three-wide race. But let's concentrate on the lead. It's side-by-side on the backstretch. Double wide as they race down the back straightaway. Earnhardt on the inside. Gordon out to the outside as they race into the corner. Just a bit of an edge for Earnhardt coming into the turn. But again, Jeff Gordon is so strong up at the top, he'll flank him off turn four. Side-by-side with a third car right behind and a fourth closing fast. Earnhardt and Gordon double wide coming down to the stripe. Gordon by a hood at the start-finish line. If that were the last lap, here's Bobby Labonte three wide to the bottom for the lead. Bobby takes it all the way to the low side of the racetrack and he has got the power. Labonte pours on the steam down low. Earnhardt though now has to block him. Earnhardt to the high side of the track. Labonte down low. Gordon now the odd man out. He's in third and Tony Stewart has caught him. Four cars double wide side by side down the back straightaway. Earnhardt leads by a couple of feet. Racing into the corner. Bobby Labonte now dives down to the inside of Gordon. That's the battle for second. Earnhardt still leads into four. Now those four cars keep racing that way. Side by side, two deep, three deep, maybe even four deep. Dale Jarrett's going to be a player. He's got time. 17 laps to get himself up there. Here's Labonte to the bottom of the racetrack. Tony Stewart goes with him. They're going to try a sweep around. Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon. They're back in one. Bobby Labonte has the advantage now, driving into turn number one. He goes in a little bit deeper than anyone else. Earnhardt tries to pull even to his outside, but Labonte comes up the banking. Gordon now squeezes by Tony Stewart, but Stewart still on the attack down low, racing alongside Jeff Gordon. Good defensive move by Bobby Labonte coming off the corner. He felt Earnhardt looking to the top, move to the inside. Now he tries to cut him off at the bottom of the racetrack. Earnhardt digs in at the bottom. Labonte still leads off four. Bobby Labonte back out in front with 17 laps to go. He's got a car length on Dale Earnhardt. Behind him, Tony Stewart squeezes in front of Jeff Gordon to take third. Gordon's back to fourth. Dale Jarrett still running fifth, though he's about a second behind the front group. Bobby Labonte starts pulling away now. Once he got the lead, he's got maybe a five-car length lead over Dale Earnhardt. The race back for third. Here's Gordon going back after Tony Stewart. Snuck up on the rear deck of Stewart, got him loose, and Gordon moves by to pick off his spot. All the while, Dale Jarrett has began to gain up on the leaders. Now they're spread out pretty evenly down the back straightaway, and Jarrett is now a factor in the lead battle. Here's Bobby Labonte by four car lengths racing off to the fourth turn. Michigan is one of those tracks where the draft not as effective as it is at Daytona and Talladega, but it does come into play in Dale Jarrett has hunted it down. He's got himself within a close enough proximity to Tony Stewart's car to have the draft pull him right on up there. He's still got time to get it done and get up there and win this race. There's 15 laps to go as they work back to turn number one and two, but Joe Moore, Bobby Labonte's about to get gone. He really has moved out. We told you it was five car links before. It's nearly 10, maybe 15 car links now and will be more because they're side by side for second. Race is going to be for the runner-up spot down the back straightaway as Jeff Gordon goes to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt almost dusts him off, but Earnhardt battles back. Struggles at the top of the banking to hold on to second. Here's Gordon down low. Again, they go side by side in four. Gordon down the bottom. Tony Stewart behind him. Earnhardt all the way up top. Give Gordon second. Earnhardt protects third, slipping in line in front of Tony Stewart. Now, Stewart was in front of Gordon going to turn number one last time. We called the squeeze that he made up off turn four. When Gordon got in there, I think he was kind of showing him he didn't like that squeeze too much because he put the nose of his Chevy right under the back bumper 
bumper of Tony Stewart. That air push we talked about earlier in the broadcast sent Stewart's car up the racetrack. Gordon went on by and went on by by about six or seven car lengths. For Dale Earnhardt, he held off Labonte and Gordon for the race lead for so long. But as we talked about earlier in the, uh, in the uh, what, last 20 laps or so, Marty Snyder, the farther Earnhardt's car has gone today, the worse its handling has got. And that's what they were worried about when they made that pit stop. It's been the case all day long. They've actually gotten the car a lot better at the initial part of a run. But the longer he runs, the worse it gets. And right before he lost the lead, he radioed to Kevin Hamlin. He said, I'm losing the nose. That means the car was starting to push and is continuing to get worse for Dale Earnhardt. He's hoping just to hang on to the fourth position right now. I guarantee you one thing, though, he's had as much fun this afternoon as he's had in a long, long time, even though he may not win here this afternoon. Dale Jarrett has gotten around Tony Stewart, moved himself up into third place right now with 14, actually 13 laps on the board. It'll be the 12 when they come back this time. It's Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, Mark Martin, Chad Little, Jimmy Spencer, John Andretti, and Hut Strickland. That will be our top ten. As Jarrett gets around Stewart and Earnhardt, he tries to take those two positions here at the start-finish line, see if the point leader can get third spot back into one. Works the inside lane coming into the corner, but Dale Earnhardt goes way up the banking, nearly up against the outside retaining wall, stays even with DJ while they both make the move by Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart could be the spoiler here. He dives in behind Dale Earnhardt as they race down the back straight away. He'll put the draft on there. Dale Jarrett all by himself on the inside lane, though, is strong into the corner. He digs in at the bottom. They'll go side-by-side for fourth in the fourth corner. Work their way off the corner. There'll be 11 laps to go. In the Pepsi 400, Bobby Labonte right now pulling away from Jeff Gordon in the... The final laps of the Pepsi 400, eight to go. Bobby Labonte leads Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Jarrett, and Dale Earnhardt. Troubles in the late going for Kevin LePage, who's gone to the garage with either a gear or transmission failure. And now Bobby Hamilton slows, coming through turns three and four. Yeah, he dropped way off the pace up there in three and four. He's on the apron of the racetrack right now, way off the pace. May even have it shut down, trying to work his way around the racetrack and get back to pit road. Been a tough day for him after having a pretty good run and getting up there uh, in the top 20 a little bit earlier, but right now he is off the pace and on the apron. There are seven laps to go here at Michigan. They are still chasing Bobby Labonte, who has a big advantage for the moment of a one and six-tenths seconds over second place Jeff Gordon. Tony Stewart, what a performance he has put on here this afternoon. Came from the back of the pack, 37th starting spot, picked his way up through the field to 14th position by lap 86. Good pit work, got him up to fifth place on a stop uh, a little bit earlier in the event. Had the little run-in with Jeff Burton that uh, slowed Burton's effort back at lap 161 and has continued to charge where now he is up into third position after all of the events of that day. And I even forgot to mention the speeding on pit road penalty that dropped him all the way back in the field to 37th on a restart after the first pit stop. So it's been a day of going to the back, coming back to the front. If they gave an award for passing the most cars in a race total, not just the Exide Award for the most start-to-finish positions picked up in a race. Tony'd get it hands down. Yeah, he would win that one going away. There are now six laps to go for the leader, Bobby Labonte. Jeff Gordon not losing a lot of ground to him, but not gaining very much either. Maybe a car length or so between the two right now, and that's what he's gained on him. He is still a little better than one and a half seconds behind him. He picked up about a tenth or so there the last time around. We're noticing also that David Green has slowed here in the last four or five laps. Might have lost a cylinder or something on that car a little bit off the pace here as the laps kind of trickle down to just five to go 
Bobby Labonte continues to set the pace. He's in the middle of the back straightaway. Kind of a lonely job now, Barney. No one around Bobby Labonte, but a good job it is. He's leading this one as he races into the corner. He'll dive down to the bottom of the racetrack. Labonte is all by himself. He maintains 15 car lengths on Gordon off four. And a problem for Kenny Irwin in turn number one. A big plume of smoke pours out of his Ford. He slows and drops to the inside lane of the racetrack. So far, the racetrack remains under the green flag as they check to make sure that he did not drop any oil, and I do believe, indeed, we will stay under the green. So Kenny Irwin, his day going up in smoke here, four laps from the finish, but the race stays at full speed. While the final laps are being worked by Bobby Labonte, and he maintains his advantage over Jeff Gordon, let's tip the cap in a couple of other directions. Chad Little, sixth-place effort today. After starting the race back in 16th position, they've struggled to qualify all year, got it qualified good this time, and are going to get a good finish out of it as well in the top ten. Jimmy Spencer started 36th, is running 8th into the final laps, and Hutt Strickland is going to get a top 10 for Scott Barber's racing team here. He runs now in the ninth position, and as long as something doesn't go wrong in the final few laps, he is going to get that team's, uh, I believe, best finish ever here today at Michigan. Elliot Sadler's also had himself a good day here at Michigan this afternoon. Right now, let's get back to the front of the field. Three laps to go. Bobby Labonte's in turn two. Jeff Gordon doesn't seem to be catching him. Just an update on Bobby Hamilton. He pulled his machine off on the back straightaway. He's completely out of harm's way and shut down on the back stretch as Bobby Labonte races off to turn four. Labonte going to charge up off of the corner, come down to the start-finish line and get the signal. There are two laps to go in the race. We did not go back and update Jeff Burton's standing after the problem The run-in with Tony Stewart that put him into the wall with 39 laps to go. Burton is running in 37th position on the racetrack and is about 13 laps down to the race leader. So he is uh, going to have a poor finish today after running up into the top five. And Bobby Labonte heads off turn two on the back straightaway. White flag when he comes back. Jeff Gordon maybe has chopped the distance down, but only by a couple of car lengths. Here comes Bobby Labonte driving down into turn number three. Labonte takes it to the middle of the racetrack, heads down towards the inside white line. Bobby Labonte races off turn four all by himself down to start finish. He'll see the white flag when he comes back down to the start finish line unless something breaks on that car. I don't believe Jeff Gordon's going to be able to run him down. He's chased him as hard as he could for the last 15 or 20 laps. He takes the white flag. He's heading for one. Cream has risen to the top on this afternoon. Many thought it would be Dale Jarrett, but it's not. It's Bobby Labonte as he maintains a second and a half lead over Jeff Gordon. Easily making his way off turn number two. He's on the back straightaway. Continues pulling away from Gordon on the last lap. Final time down the back chute heading into turn number three. Labonte pushes it down to the mat and heads into the third corner. Eases the steering wheel over to the left. Bobby Labonte races through turns three and four and back to the checkered flag. He took the lead with a breathtaking three wide move around Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon with 17 to go and has pulled away to score his fourth win of the 99 season. Bobby Labonte takes the Pepsi 400 at Michigan by one second over Jeff Gordon. It'll be Tony Stewart finishing third. Point leader Dale Jarrett finishing is fourth. Dale Earnhardt just barely holds off Chad Little for fifth position. And for Bobby Labonte, his third victory at the Michigan Speedway here this afternoon. Let's go to Pitt Road. Joe Gibbs, if I had an award for a pacing award today, I'd give it to you. Congratulations. It was a great win for your team. I was worried all the way. It was a great race. A lot of, I think there was a lot of mystery to it. Back and forth. Who was going to win? Lord bless us for the great day. And we're really thrilled. Tony got third, so... Uh, I'm just really thrilled for Interstate Batteries. Norm, Tommy, everybody at home, hey, great day. Really appreciate it. Lord, thank you. All right, they're headed to victory lane. 
So Bobby Labonte scores the victory in this afternoon's race here at the Michigan Speedway, the Pepsi 400. We will hear from him and the other top finishers when we come back in a moment. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio, sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. The Pepsi 400 at the Michigan Speedway is over. Bobby Labonte has scored the victory, his fourth of the 99 season and the 11th of his NASCAR Winston Cup career. A breathtaking three-wide move around Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt to get the lead with 17 to go, and Labonte pulled away over the final miles to score the victory. Gordon finished second, Tony Stewart third, Dale Jarrett fourth, and Dale Earnhardt fifth. Unofficially, the rest of the top ten, Chad Little, Mark Martin, Jimmy Spencer, Hut Strickland, and John Andretti. Victory Lane shortly, first of the 76 gas pumps to hear from today's runner-up, Jeff Gordon. Always runs good here at Michigan. I guess the best place to start with 17 to go. It was a three-wide battle for the lead with another one behind you. Tell us about that. Yeah, I tell you, it was a great battle there for, for the lead. Uh, you know, Earnhardt, he took off there on new tires, and I thought he was going to check out, but uh, we were able to run him down in, in on the longer run as the tires got older. and. I think I had the car to beat. I just uh, I got playing with Earnhardt so much it got my, uh, you know, I tightened the car way up. And it was a great run for us. Real proud of these guys in this DuPont Chevrolet. Uh, you know, thank God it was a, a good, safe race. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we went back and forth quite a bit. We were perfect uh, in the first half of the race. Second half, man, something changed drastically. And uh, we're just happy to come home second. Now tell us about, you said the car tightened up. Just how much difference did that make with Bobby Labonte at the end? Well, what happened was the track loosened up, and we tightened up, and then I got running so hard uh, with Bobby and, and uh, Dale that uh, it just it tightened me way up, and we weren't expecting that. His average finish here second the last four times, a third in the first last year, a couple of seconds this year for Jeff Gordon. Let's check in with Marty Snyder. Well, what a couple of races for Tony Stewart at Michigan this year in June, 28th to 9th today, 37th to 3rd, Tony, and not including the and penalty. How many cars you passed today? Uh, too many, that's for sure. I mean, uh, I got in a battle trying to get out of the pits and had to go to the tail of the longest line and just kept having to fight up all day. So uh, you know, everybody with us, some deep opponent, did a great job. Talk about the the contact with Jeff Burton. What happened there? I don't know. I mean, I got underneath him. He ran me clear down to the grass, and all I did was try to just get back off the apron. So, uh, I mean, I hate I hate that happens because, I mean, Jeff's been really good to me ever since I started in Bush. So, uh just an unfortunate deal. And a solid third-place finish for Tony Stewart today, and they've been on a great tear. Twelve top tens in the last 14 races. Tony Stewart finishes third this afternoon. And Bobby Labonte is about to taste the winner's champagne after scoring the victory today. Jim Phillips is in victory lane with him. Well, he started 19th as he opens a bottle of Coca-Cola. The first 17 laps to go, you went three wide, you took the lead. Tell us about the move. Well, I tell you what, we just uh, kept trying that move a few times, and, uh, you know, uh, Jeff and uh, Dale were awful strong there, and I uh, couldn't really get by them, and uh, just could get to them. And you know, you know here yourself when you get side by side to the corner, you know it doesn't, you don't go as fast. So uh, I got back in line behind Jeff, and he and Dale got together, and I got low. And next thing you know, I, I, run, I had to run on him down the front straightaway here, and just drove off in turn one on the inside, and kind of put a slide job on Dale, and he had to back off. And when I got on it, then you know I got up front, and uh, that made a big difference right there. In your earlier two moves to get by Earnhardt, it looked like he was giving you the bottom, but it just uh, bound the car up too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just typical Michigan here. I mean, uh, our car was good, but it wasn't quite as good on the bottom. But uh, but then again, our car was terrible Friday and Saturday. So uh, 
for us to throw about uh, three springs, a couple shocks, sway bars, a couple things like that. And, I mean, we must, we did a lot of stuff this morning, and we didn't adjust a thing on it all day. So uh, these guys did a great job. Uh, Derek uh, Jones and uh, Jimmy Makar, they uh, they sat there all night and uh, all this morning. We all talked about it and, you know, tried to get it right and uh, did the best job we could. And, uh, we threw, threw something at it, and it definitely worked out. Tell me about the first part of the race. Uh, the car was hooked up great. Uh, you know, we were just coming on there, uh, and, uh, you know, we just – we were just taking our time, but the car was fast, and we just wanted to make sure we were there at the end. And uh, uh, just, you know, it was good from the get-go. Was it? Did it worry you though? You got uh, you got Gordon, you got Earnhardt, you got all these guys around you, not letting your car play where you wanted to play. Yeah, I mean that's uh, you know, the car would slide around a lot today, and uh, you know, each everybody had different lines as you can tell. And uh, you know, it was a deal where uh, I can run on the bottom, but they run up high and they get a run off the corner. I couldn't get uh, by them, and I go high and they go low, and I mean it was pretty. You know, I don't think I run too many laps the same. But once I got out front, I mean, clean air is what the ticket was. But, uh, you know, behind them, my car would push and then get a little loose on exit sometimes. I know after last week, this is a good pill for this race team. I don't remember last week. (laughs) (laughs) But you saw me last week because you followed me home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's Bobby Labonte. He wins here at Michigan in the Pepsi 400. And he had to earn it. It didn't come easy for him this afternoon. Let's see if we can hear from a couple of the other top five. Let's go back to the garage. Well, Dale Jarrett is up in his hauler changing clothes. We'll swing over to Marty Snyder, see if he is caught up with Dale Earnhardt. And ditto on this end, Dale Earnhardt changing clothes as well. But as promised, he will have a word with us when he comes out. All right, let's do a little business here while we wait. Bobby Labonte led it halfway, took the $10,000 Gatorade frontrunner award this afternoon. Uh, the members of the media covering the Pepsi 400 have voted the Goodies Headache Award of $3,600 to Jeff Burton. Jeff involved in an altercation with Tony Stewart while racing for third position with uh, less than 40 laps to go. Winds up finishing the day in 37th spot, so not a good day for Burton. He gets the Goodies Headache Award. And time for Barney and me to select the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award, $500 to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestest Breaks in the name of the driver with the best break. I think Hutt uh, Strickland qualifies for that. He had a good solid run here all day long. He had to play catch up a couple of times. He got back toward the tail end of the field early in the event and could have gotten lapped there and, and got a break with a caution a time or two, and they made some great pit stops. Let's go with Hutt. Basically, a team that needed a good break. Yes. Searching for sponsorship and so on, they get a top 10 finish here at Michigan today. So Ray Bestis breaks the official breaks of NASCAR. will send $500 in the name of Hutt Strickland to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries. And we'll hear from Dale Earnhardt and Dale Jarrett when we come back to Michigan in a moment. Welcome to Ford Country. He's got pride in his heart. And dirt on his hands There's one place to find A hard-working man Ford Country Look at that truck Ford Country Built Ford tough Ford Country When the work gets done Ford Country There it goes When friends get together The work's all done one place to go when the weekend comes Ford Country The whole world's Ford Country Every place is Ford Country Drive on out to Ford Country Yeah, Ford Country In Ford Country, Ford trucks are built Ford tough. Terrific race for Dale Earnhardt today. Led until the late going, wound up with a top five finish. Marty Snyder's with him. And he gets a high five from Michael Waltrip. Seven top tens in the last eight races. And uh, first of all, did you have fun today? I had a lot of fun. That's what racing's all about. If 
you know, you can just be there and finish, and you're happy that you finished and everything's okay. But to get out there and race for the lead and race them guys, you know, we car got tight and in the end of the run and they beat us. And But still, it, that's what it's all about. You, you know, if you can sniff the, the lead and just race and have a good time, that's what you want to do. The car was pushing the longer you ran. Did you think you had a chance to win this thing, though? Yeah, it got tighter as it went, and it just hurt us as we went on the long run. And Dale Earnhardt with a top five today. That is his first non-restrictor plate top five since Phoenix of last year. Heck of a run for him. Let's go over to Winston Kelly. And Dale Jarrett just now walks out of the hauler. He's changed clothes. Dale, you did what you had to do today. It seemed like the car was extremely strong early in the day, then not quite as strong the second half. Tell us about your run. Yeah, we uh, were pretty good at the beginning and a little bit on the tight side, which was a relief to me. I wasn't sure we could get to that, but we did. And then it stayed tight, and then we got it too loose again. It was awful fast, but it was real loose. And just the last set of tires did something that none of the others did. It just didn't stick quite as good. And uh, I don't know if it was a combination of the racetrack getting slicker. And we just didn't make the right adjustments, but did what we had to do. Uh, Congratulate Bobby Labonte. uh, Had a great run, and Tony Stewart did a great job. So uh, we'll just keep battling. You chased those guys down there toward the end, and then it kind of fell back the last 10 laps or so. What happened there? Yeah, I don't know. We were running a lot of oil temperature there at the end. I don't know if a lot of stuff got on the grill. And uh, so I saw I couldn't beat them and just kind of eased off a little bit, didn't want anything to happen, and uh, just glad to, to make it to the end. Uh, gained a few more points that way, and uh, that's what we have to keep doing. Got one more race down and uh, keep battling. For the 11th straight race, they did gain points. Dale Jarrett fourth and still the strong Winston Cup points leader. And we'll take a look at the official finishing order when we come back from the Michigan Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at Michigan, fans beginning to file out after the Pepsi 400, won by Bobby Labonte. Let's take a look at the final rundown. Bobby Labonte is the winner. Jeff Gordon finishes second. Tony Stewart ran third. Dale Jarrett finished fourth. Dale Earnhardt came home fifth. Chad Little had a great day here. Chad will finish sixth. Mark Martin was seventh. Jimmy Spencer posted eighth. Hut Strickland, outstanding day for Hut, also finishes ninth. It's John Andretti in tenth. Elliot Sadler, eleventh. Rick Mass finished twelfth. Michael Waltrip was thirteenth. Matt Kenseth, fourteenth. Sterling Marlin finished fifteenth. Sixteenth to Rusty Wallace. Jeffrey Bodine was seventeenth. Jeremy Mayfield, eighteenth. Give Bill Elliott, nineteenth. Steve Park finished twentieth. Johnny Benson, twenty-first. Joe Nemechek, 22nd. Wally Dollenbach, 23rd. Dale Earnhardt Jr. posted a 24th place finish. And Ken Schrader finished 25th. 26th went to Terry Labonte today with Kenny Wallace, 27th. Rich Bickle, 28th. Jerry Nadeau, 29th. And Ricky Craven, 30th. Kyle Petty was 31st. David Green, 32nd. Dave Marcus, 33rd. Kenny Irwin, 34th. And Bobby Hamilton, 35th. Mike Skinner was 36th. Jeff Burton, 37th. Ricky Rudd, 38th. Kevin LePage, 39th. And Dick Trickle, 40th. Ted Musgrave was 41st. First, Robert Presley, 42nd, and Ward Burton finished 43rd. Time of the race, 2 hours, 47 minutes and 3 seconds. Six caution flags slowed the pace. 22 lead changes among 11 different drivers, and five of the 43 starters failed to finish. Unofficial championship standings, Dale Jarrett's lead grows by 14 points over Mark Martin. It's now 3-14 with what would be 12 races to go. Uh, Bobby Labonte in third is 3:47 behind Jeff Gordon. And Tony Stewart both move ahead of Jeff Burton, who falls out of the race there uh, or f- finishes well back in the race anyway after the incident with uh, Stewart. Uh, so it'll be Gordon up to fourth, Stewart to fifth, and Burton to sixth. Those are the unofficial numbers, uh, the NASCAR official numbers, come out on Monday morning. 
Dale Earnhardt might have moved up a notch in the points. Can't remember. He currently is showing seventh. It'll be Rusty Wallace eighth in the points. Uh, Terry Labonte ninth, and Mike Skinner will make up our top ten in Winston Cup points. It was a dandy here this afternoon. Yep. It had all the makings of the old days at Michigan. It sure was a lot of fun. And Bobby Labonte has the most fun as he wins the uh, afternoon's race next weekend. The NASCAR Winston Cup and NASCAR Busch Series both go to Bristol Motor Speedway for races on Friday and Saturday night. Motor Racing Network's broadcast schedule next weekend centers around the NASCAR Craftsman truck series at Heartland Park Topeka on the road course, the O'Reilly Auto Parts 275. That one's Saturday afternoon at 2.15 Eastern Time. Hope that you'll be with us. Then in a couple of weeks, we rejoin the Winston Cup and Bush Series at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. Bud Pole qualifying Friday of Labor Day weekend at 3.30 Eastern Time. Saturday, the Duraloop 200 for the Bush Series at 12.45 Eastern. And then two weeks from today, the Pepsi Southern 500. It's 50th running in Darlington at 12.30 Eastern Time. Throughout the week, this week, don't forget to check out the latest uh, racing news. Joe Moore has it for you daily on NASCAR Today, Tuesday night, 7 Eastern. Eli has the uh, top stars of racing on NASCAR Live, your chance to talk with them. NASCAR Winston Cup Director Gary Nelson has NASCAR Garage and Car Care Tips for you weekdays, and NASCAR drivers comment on issues of the day on the world of racing weekday mornings. Quickly, before we leave the air, I want to pass along our best wishes to Bill and Nikki Taylor, who are regulars on the Winston Cup circuit in the garage area, both involved in an automobile accident a week ago, and both are doing well, and everybody in the garage very concerned about it, and Bill and Nikki, everybody wishes you the best and hopes you are back on the circuit very soon. And uh, certainly so. All right, that's about it. For this afternoon from Michigan, I want to thank Mark Stutzo, our spotter, and Vince Marzello, who is our production assistant this weekend. And the voices you heard call the action of the Pepsi 400. Joe Moore and Fred Armstrong in the corners, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder in the pit and garage areas. For Barney Hall, Alan Bestwick saying so long from Michigan, where Bobby Labonte has won today's Pepsi 400. MRN Radio. Coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series has come to you from the Michigan Speedway. Sponsored by Raybestos Brakes for quality and safety. Ask for Raybestos, the best in brakes. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By the legendary Firebird Trans Am from Pontiac. By Wix Filters, the only filters officially licensed by NASCAR. Wix for NASCAR and your car. By 76 Products, makers of NASCAR high-performance motor oil. By Budweiser, Beachwood Age for a crisp, clean, classic taste. By STP Complete Fuel System Cleaner. By True Value, the official hardware store of NASCAR. And garages everywhere. By Fort Warner Brand Auto Parts. Fort Warner Brand is officially licensed by NASCAR. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher. You either have it in you or you don't. Gatorade, is it in you? By Parts Plus. See your local Parts Plus store for NASCAR officially licensed auto parts. By Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. Ford, the official truck of NASCAR is built for tough. By Sears Die Hard. Keep listening for details of the Sears Die Hard Fan of the Year contest. By Craftsman. 1,800 hand tools made in America and guaranteed forever. Exclusively at Sears and Sears Hardware Stores. By Remington. Make of the Remington 870, America's Pump Gun. By Moog Chassis Parts, the only chassis parts officially licensed by NASCAR. By Peerless, the do-it-yourself faucet. By McDonald's, check out the speed and accuracy of NASCAR's official drive-through. Two-way communication by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor and authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. By Bell South Mobility, get your heart racing with cellular service from Bell South Mobility. By the Home Depot, the official home improvement warehouse of NASCAR. By Purelator Oil Filters. Pure 
Pure Oil now, Pure Oil later, Pure Later by Team Monte Carlo. Chevy, the car's more champions trust by Outback Steakhouse, NASCAR's bloomin' favorite, and by Econolodge. Our rates are low, not our standards. The executive producer of MRN Radio is David Hyatt, sales manager Rick Goolsby, senior producer Mark Williams, producer Steve Usina, chief engineer Harry Howard, broadcast engineers Cameron Smith and Larry Sweeney, traffic manager Stephanie Ellis, executive assistant Sandra Good, affiliate relations Cheryl Marzello, Peter DiGiorgio and Chris Simeon, remote operations David Brandon, Ed LaRue, production assistant Robin Vandegraaff. This is Rick Lewis. This broadcast was a production of MRN Radio, a division of International Speedway Corporation. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.